Yo, 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 what's good, what's happening, we back, brand new episodes of Black Talks of the Culture, this your boy Chris J, glad to be back, got the boy Trust Sav here, Cam here, yo, alright, we all here, and accounted for, make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Black Otakus. Like, comment, subscribe if you watch us on YouTube. And if you're on the audio side of things, just make sure you hit that subscribe button. And regardless how you're watching or listening, hit that share button, bro. Much love and appreciation. But let's go ahead and get right into this. This is going to be a very gaming-centric episode because we haven't really watched shit. Ranking of Kings was really good this week and it made a brother cry. But that's almost every other episode. But at the end of the day, it's team protect Boji at all costs. But um, that's it in terms of watching for what's cracking. We're going to go right into the gaming side because we have Horizon came out, Elden Ring came out, and Cam has blessed us with Monarch uh, impressions as well. So uh, which one are we hitting first? You might as well hit. You might as well hit Monarch first, Cam, since we both can talk about Elden Ring and Horizon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll start with a uh, Monarch. So I would say this is like this is definitely gonna be like a sleeper uh, for February because this game kind of released. Um, I did keep up with it because I heard it was coming out uh, last year, uh, but I didn't realize it came out this month. So when I had saw that it was like available, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and buy it. A bit of context for people who may be interested in the game. Um, this is made by uh, some people who were developers of Shimigami Tensei games. So they branched off and they joined uh, Nipponichi Software um, and they produced Monarch. And there's some, you could definitely tell there's some heavy inspiration from Shimigami Tensei within this series, um, particularly like with the setting, the gameplay, story, and stuff like that. Uh, but to give a brief overview, a little bit of a little bit of the summary of the story. I'm not going to go too deep into it because it's not really that deep of a story, to be honest. Uh, but uh, essentially, you are a second year um, in this academy called Shin Mikado Academy, and essentially, an anomaly has broken out and spread across the entire school grounds um, with this thing called mist going all around the school facilities. Within that mist. Basically, it makes you go insane. They call it madness. Um, and if you're in that mist, you become what's called unsettled, basically. Some creepy shit. I'm not going to lie. This game does have a lot of, like, creepy elements. Not too much. Even though, like, I, I, I fucking hate horror. I cannot stand it. But I can handle the type of stuff that's in this game because it's not too not too bad because you're a superpowered main character. So it's like I, there's really no threat to you. Um, but you gain the power what's called a monarch. And I'm gonna try to explain this to the best of my ability because it's a bunch of anime terminology bullshit. So bear with me. So you are you gain this ability called a monarch in which you enter a contact, you enter a contract with the demon who grants you the power of authority. Basically, authority allows you to go through the mist 
without becoming too mad. And essentially you can solve what's happening in the school grounds in order to save everybody. In order to do so, there are these people called pack bearers. Now, what a pack bearer is, is somebody who's entered a contract with a monarch. They gain the ability of an authority. And depending on what school grounds you are, so you first start off in the third year building. There's this guy who is a pack bearer of, and it's all based around the seven deadly sins. So there's this guy who's the pack bearer of pride. And essentially he has the authority to control people. So in order to defeat him, you have to go through each floor of the third of the third year school building. There's three floors and destroy these things called ideals. Those ideals are tied to their powers. You defeat all the ideals, their contract is null and void, the mist disappears, and you've basically cleared an area, so to speak. Um, you get some, like, this game does a lot of, like, psychology shit, because it's dealing with the seven deadly sins, you know, it's a lot of mental stuff. So, like, it gets you thinking, in a sense, like, one of them, he was a pack bearer of wrath, and he was being bullied. It's some fucked up shit, I'm not gonna lie, it's some really fucked up shit, like, in the pride building, once you get up to the rooftop, you see like there's there's like a bunch of letters that you can read where it's like you you're not graduating, you're not graduating because everybody's mad. And then you go into a particular section of the rooftop and you see three students lined up with a teacher, the teacher who allowed people to graduate. And they're like, it's time to start the graduation ceremony, and everybody jumps off the roof. You can't do anything. They, they just outright kill themselves. And then you go towards the boss. There's another one where the pack bearer of wrath where um he was bullied and his whole class bullied him because he was different you know nobody liked him and what ended up happening is once the anomaly started they locked him in a room and they pushed him off a building to basically try to kill him he didn't die because that's when he entered in his contract and gained his powers but the people who bullied him spread a rumor saying that he committed suicide and it's and it was like his his whole thing was basically you go around one year solving for the first year building because that's where he was and sporadically you just see students dying because he's killing him his power is basically he can take control of other people's bodies and he makes people kill each other and he can also control lightning so it's some it's some uh it's some things like the the place that i'm currently at is we have to defeat the pack bearer of lust and she has the people to make uh, she has the power to make people burst into flames. So it's a whole bunch of arson incidents happening in the the um school club building. So you gotta fuck? solve that stuff. So let me tell you something, man. Yo. See, they be doing the lust people dirty, man. See, catching them on fire, I understand, man. But you gotta go a little bit deeper than that, man. If it's a studio lust. I don't even want to say what they should be doing, but they should be doing that, man. It should be really, really fucking serious, man. No, no the circumstances surrounding this crazy because oh. the person, the pack bear of lust, she has a twin sister. Okay. And okay. apparently the, so the pack bear of lust, she was dating the captain of the baseball team. They broke up. She became oh, crazy man. and started stalking a nigga. Oh, Come man. to find out now that the baseball dude is dating her twin sister. I mean, so now, so, <laughs> so now, I mean, this is so far. So now, <laughs> so now is that not only that though, I'm going around talking to like different people in the in the club building because that's where everything is taking place. And apparently, he's dated a whole bunch of females, dog. So it's like it's like a lot of crazy stuff happening. It's it's a lot of deep like 
it, it it appears to be like a oh this is just a nice little edgy anime game type thing but like it's some nasty shit that yeah, happens in this that's, show that's, that's, I can't okay, even go okay me. man <laughs> like, when i saw when i saw those students literally commit suicide and then like once you restore the building back to normal you talk to one of the students who was like friends with one of the people who committed suicide she's like oh my heart feels heavy for some reason and it's like because she she knows that she doesn't know that they they don't really have any memory of when they were what they called unsettled so they don't know about like being committed to suicide it was another thing where like on one of the floors one of the students was like crazy like is these two chicks and one chick was like super crazy about this other chick because you could read letters basically going like oh I, i love you let's stick together like i'll never leave your side don't leave my side and then you see her standing in front of this locker and she's like, I'm not gonna, uh, she's like, I-, I can't move from this locker. So you have to do some things to make her, cause there's a bunch of pu- puzzle solving shit. So you have to make yes. her move, move away from the locker. And then she goes, then she goes like, um, once you move her from the locker, you stand in front of the locker and say, something stinks. Like this locker stinks. <laughs> and then like, they, but they never say, they never tell you anything that like, obviously context clues the fucking the, the dead body of the girl is in there but they never explicitly state that some it's some wild stuff but that's basically sort of the premise of like the settings and stuff if you've played a shimigami tensei game it's very aesthetically like that you know high school student school setting creepy environment you know what I'm saying you got the power to do what you want to to save it or whatever very very similar to that and then you also have um the gameplay element. Yo, we got young, we got young VZ vibe on. Oh, head, I got the headphones on. I'm not taking these shows off. I'm gonna talk about it if I can. Hear. Oh no, you get on your computer, and I'll let you know when it starts. Oh, right. I'm gonna say I'm gonna text you. Oh uh, yeah, uh, he gonna talk about Elden Ring. He the only, you know, he play that shit more than we do. Count. He he could break a lot of shit down because I'm I'm lost. <laughs> you try to play you out of all people try. Look, all right, my bad kid for taking over the. Can we make a disclaimer on this podcast? Chris don't play games. Look, so, I saw this nigga. I saw look. this nigga put this shit on for like an hour earlier. This like, look, I was so playing good. it last night. I played it some this morning. Look, Chaz bought the game. I was like, shit, let me I, at least. I understand, but you don't play games. I don't see why you why you even would try. Well, what's the point of trying? <laughs> What's the point of trying? You ain't gonna get past the first boss. (laughs) What's the point of trying? You gotta. I never tell people to give up. You know what I'm saying? Never in my life. I would never tell anybody to give up. Stay strong. (laughs) Chris, my boy, give up. I don't know why you try. So let's get to retire from gaming, bro. Stop playing video games, you old man. Like man, you got two more. You got two more years anyway. He got two. He got two. Like me, 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 and Cam, we 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 like the LeBron of gaming. Like we gonna be there for a minute. Chris, you and your you and your Charles Oakley here. You know, <laughs> Yo. yeah, you fell, you falling off, my nigga. Yeah, this nigga see, played, this nigga played Elden Ring nigga for thirty like, minutes in game what, time. You Hakeem on the Rockets <laughs> right now, man. You know, <laughs> you mean on the Raptors? I take Hakeem on the Raptors. I take Hakeem on the Raptors. I'm about to take Hakeem on the Raptors. I'm like Charles Oakley. Be like shit. How about you, Ross? You're not even in the starting area yet. Be like one of them niggas that review games and they they turn on their PS5 saying I'm about to review Elden Ring. And you see the playroom right there because he don't play his PS5. So you Boy, see the oh playroom. Ah, yeah. 
You see Fortnite and uh, Apex <laughs> Exodus. <laughs> I got it. Just throwing on Contrail. Uh, throwing on Contrail, what you call it? My bad, y'all. But, uh, oh. yeah, so going back to uh, Monarch, um, gameplay-wise, I think this is where, honestly, you're going to hear this a lot when it comes to the games that we're about to review. I think the gameplay definitely carries this game. It's a mix of... Uh, Which is a good thing. Strategic to a strategic RPG, it's a good and a bad thing because that means your story's lacking. Um, but uh, it's strategic RPG mixed up with action, well, not action, but turn-based RPG. So there's two central mechanics. There's two, I'm going to try to explain it to the best of my ability. You have what's called your awakening system and your madness system. So each character monarch that you control um, with the exception of two characters because they, they don't have access to authorities. But you have what's called arts and you have authority. Arts are, is basically like your standard attacks. You have attacks that deal heavy damage. You have attacks that can lower enemies' defense, things of that nature, right? Sort of your typical like attack and stuff. Authority are special abilities that, depending on what monarch you control, do different things so like the main character and i actually really like this the main character has this ability called resonance where essentially you can link with a, a party member or an enemy and you share your buffs debuffs whatever you basically share the same stats and it can lead to some very cool little combos that you could do which i'll explain later on so when you use an authority ability your madness gauge increases and when your madness gauge gets to 100%, you enter the state of madness, which is basically a berserk mode where your stats increase, but you can't control the character and your defense decreases. Uh, there's another side where it's called your awakening system. So there's this ability that each human control character has called resolve. Every time you use it, there's abilities where you can increase the percentage, but it increases by 25%. Once you get to 100%, you enter your awakening state, your stats increase, but you can control the main character. And now there's another state called enlightenment, which is basically once your awakening and your madness gauge increase to 100%, you enter enlightenment, which your stats go crazy. You can do special abilities, so on and so forth. Um, so what you can do, and what I typically do right now, because I don't know any other valid strategy, is you control a separate monarch, you get their madness up to 100%, then you control the main character and you make him enter his awakening state. You do resonance to connect both of them. And when they're both connected, because you have 100% awakening and the other person that you're controlling has 100% madness, you both enter a state of enlightenment. So it's some cool stuff. It's some cool strategies that you can do um, with the game. Um, your arts that you use, instead of SP or MP or whatever like that, it costs HP. So you have to be careful with how, with how you do certain things. Um, you have access to what are called uh, demons, spelled D-A-E-M-O-N, where you can essentially, they're based off of the seven deadly sins, and they have like their own unique set of weapons, their own unique set of skills, so on and so forth, and you can use those to act to also deal damage to your enemies. Um, every time you attack, so like positioning is very important because uh, depending on where you where you are, you can do a back attack towards an enemy, which deals extra damage. Depending on the positioning of your allies, they can assist you with attacks depending on their weapon and their range, what their weapon range. And then every time you attack, your enemy will counterattack as well, and you'll counterattack vice versa. So there's a lot of cool things. There's like destructible environments. There's hazard. There's hazard stuff. 
um, helpful stuff. So um, I think I will preface it by saying like the game has an extreme difficulty spike. I'm on act that it's separated into like character chapters. So I'm on the final character chapter for uh, act one and the game had an extreme fucking difficulty (laughs) spike like out of nowhere i was like holy shit what the hell is going on so now i'm doing some grind the good thing about this game though is that there are no random battles um the way that you do battles is basically like it's called this place called the other world you access it by going on your phone and you dial up a certain number and it'll take you to a certain place where you can do battle um depending on what number you dial it goes it grants you go to certain places so there's a number in the game that gets you to a place where you can do a lot of in-game grinding uh, because levels aren't tied to defeating enemies and shit like that. Each character has what's called an ability board. And every time you unlock an ability, your character levels up. And then you can also level up your own ability and your character increases the level up. So it's a, it's, a, it's some real cool stuff. Um, I think all in all, like I didn't expect to enjoy the game as much as I did initially. I will say that the one thing that I don't think this game I, I, they have a triple A price of sixty dollars. I don't think this game is worth sixty dollars. I think at max this game should have been forty. Um, it should not have been sixty. I'm not saying that the it because it, it's because the game is bad or anything. I'm just saying like the quality of the game, like the what I'm get what I'm playing is like a forty dollar like double A like niche game type shit, right? Like what you would expect, like like Shin Megami Tensei three was priced at like forty dollars, right? Like it's you can't be really? like, yeah, the remaster Nocturne when Nocturne oh, HD the, came the, out last year, oh, it was oh, okay, uh, it was forty dollars. I think, and I I even think Near Replicant was like forty dollars. So like, it's it's like one of those things where like you can't really be talking about your game being worth sixty because that's gonna turn a lot of people off, especially because. A lot of people nowadays are graphics for and like the game does not have like the game has like PS3 style graph. I for one, people on the podcast who are listening, I don't give a shit about graphics. My first and foremost concern, like if you're going to tote graphics, then obviously I'm going to put expectations on that game because you yourself are hyping up your own graphics. So I'll go like, all right, if the graphics suck, I'm going to be like, that shit suck. But this game wasn't like this game, this JRPG coming out, it's going to have the No, it's like. It's a it's a it's a Nipponichi game. It's a Nipponichi software game, and I've played a shit ton of Nipponichi software games. They don't care about graphics, so also, I don't care about it. I think in that conversation, there's a difference between good like bad graphics and an ugly video game. There's right. that's like two different things. Like I would think uh, people would be like 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 I even should say that like 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 okay. I view that. Um, like uh, Shinobi Strikers is both, right? Bad graphics and just a very uh, ugly video game, right? But I personally believe that um, Universe 2 is ugly, but other people will believe that's a good graphic Dragon Ball game. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's, it's really different to that shit. Like, I personally think, like, Xenoverse is probably one of the ugliest games I ever, Dragon Ball games I ever <laughs> seen. Like from the glow of the Super Saiyan era to the fucking aura, when the ugliest Dragon Ball wigs of the seen. Super Saiyan and yeah. shit like that, yeah, yeah. completely yeah. ugly to me. But other people think it's a good graphic game, things like that. Graphics are subjective in general, but there is just like horrendously bad graphics out there. And yeah. this this game is not 
Like, it's, exactly. I'm not going like, oh, this game is ugly. I fucking hate the way it's. It's okay. It's serviceable to me. For like a niche JRPG, it's serviceable to me. Like, I'm not. I didn't go into this game expecting Horizon or Elden Ring level graphics and environments and shit like that. That mm-hmm. shit is dumb. But but people, but that's why I'm saying the price is like that's the thing because like you're charging sixty dollars for a game. People are gonna expect that because like, oh, this is a triple A price video game. What is what am I looking at, right? So you kind of gotta set your expectations would, when it comes to. to would that you say though, shit. Cam, the content itself though makes it worth sixty dollars though? No. Okay. It's very repetitive. Not that I don't mind. It's a very linear game, um, and it's a breath of fresh air because, um, aside from Sifu, because fuck that game, uh, like all like Horizon and like Elden Ring are like very time consuming, big ass open world games that expect you to just dedicate a lot of time into them. And for somebody like me, who I grew up, like at first when I was growing up playing video games, I was like, yes, open world, open world, yes. Now that I'm old, now that I'm older and I'm an old man when it comes to gaming and my time is very precious, I find myself leaning more towards linear games. And this, very, and this game is very structured and linear. Like you, it's literally, you go to a place, you meet a, you meet a character, that character joins you for like the building that you're in. There's three floors three um, enemy areas that you have to complete. You beat the boss, rinse and repeat. And that's it. Like it's, some people might find that repetitive and boring. I'm like, it is what it is type of situation because I like the gameplay and I like progressing and seeing what's gonna happen in the story. So it's not a big deal to me, but because of that, I don't see it being 60. Like I think at most this game should be 40. the good thing is that there's no intrusive DLC. Like they had, like they have character costumes, but that doesn't really do shit. Um, you don't have to buy that. So that's that. So all in all, I would say that if you are somebody who's into JRPGs, um, if you're if you're looking for a unique JRPG, because I think this is one of the more unique, as far as gameplay wise, I think it's one of the more unique JRPGs I've played in a while. Um, so from that angle, I recommend it. Uh, however, I will preface it by saying. The game is very repetitive. The story is interesting. It's nothing new. It's nothing deep. But I will say that I am intrigued about how things are going to end up. Because from what I've read, since it is made by the people who like did develop some Shin Megami Tensei games, Shin Megami Tensei games have a tendency to have multiple branching paths. So I'm interested to see if they maybe do something like that here. Uh, the music, the OST is fire. I'll say that particularly with the boss battles that shit is that shit slaps i was listening to that shit in my shower when i, when I took a shower this morning so um if i were to give this game an early rating i give it a seven you know what i'm saying it doesn't hit that great territory for me which is what i consider like an eight or like eight and up but i think that it does because it doesn't really push anything as far as gameplay um that's really the only big thing that, like, to me, that gets this game. Like, if this game didn't have the gameplay that it did, my rating would probably be a little bit lower. Um, so, all in all, that's Marnark, and we can move on. All right. Uh, Horizon. Yes, sure. Uh, you want me to go first, Dextro? Since you beat, you platinum the game. So, you can go, like, him, way, Yeah, he platinum that shit. So, he can give a review. I can give impressions. <laughs> so um, I'll be, I'll try to be cool with it because I don't want to talk too much. But um, 
So I think it's, this goes from both me and Daytrail. The first Horizon, I played a little bit into the first area and I stopped playing it um, because <laughs> shout out to Donkey. This game came out of the, the first Horizon came out at a bad time because it came out three days before Breath of the Wild. RIP. <laughs> that shit was not, that shit was definitely getting swept under the rug. Um, but I think out of it, because I didn't have a switch at that time. So I think it's just, I was just playing other games during that, that time period. Uh, but it didn't really, nothing really stuck out to me with the first Horizon game. Gameplay, story wise, I guess I, Aloy was a decent character, but like there was nothing about the first Horizon game that made me go like, holy shit, this, this is a, this is a game. All right. So when the, they announced the sequel, I wasn't necessarily too hyped about Forbidden West, but it was more so like, it's a game to play on my PS5. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, I will say that obviously this game is way better than the first game. Like it's miles a better, miles ahead of the first game to the point where it's like, I was playing this game and I was like, you know what? If I wanted, cause I want to understand a little bit more context of the story. Would I consider going back and playing the first game? And then I thought to myself, it's like, no, because there's so many like gameplay ads that this game does that the first game didn't have that it would just be like archaic. So you're saying it's, it, they hold they hold your hand better compared to the first game because that I just remember the first game once you dropped it it was like hard to go back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you mean are you talking about difficulty or like? Yeah, that's what I mean. As like far difficulty as difficulty like, or just difficulty? No. Hell no! Oh hell no! Like the difficulty, <laughs> the difficulty is mechanics. Like, yeah, <laughs> the difficulty is really, really. Hard. I'll let Detroit go back into more of it because I played the game on normal. Um, I didn't touch hard. I didn't touch any of that shit. Um, I played it through normal. Uh, and even in normal, some of them enemies will 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 pull up with you with maximum smoke. So I expect, uh, literally. that's that I don't because I don't know. I don't know if I found the first Horizon too difficult. It was just boring to me. Like it was at a certain point where I just dropped it. Um, it well, and I, I, think I tried I, to come. I got to like the red part of the map. That's when shit got real, real. Though. Yeah, because I, I stopped playing it during the first area. So and then I, I tried to come back to it and I was like, nah. So um, I think that this game's biggest thing is that it starts off. It starts off right into the action. Because I think the first Horizon, that whole kid shit was annoying. Like, I could have done without that shit. <laughs> that could have been a cut scene. That could have been a, a decent little cut scene, and we go straight to her being an adult. Um, but this game kind of starts you right into the action as far as, like, Aloy's journey to find the backup of Gaia so that she can save the world and shit like that, which I appreciate. Um, I still don't understand, gameplay-wise, how she lost a lot of her upgrades they'd never do a good job of explaining that shit. <laughs> it was just like, I guess I got to get these upgrades again. All right, cool. Um, but the open world is decent. It's big. It's go- like, this game is absolutely fucking gorgeous. It's probably like to, even with my playing Elden Ring, I think it's to the, to this day, to date so far, the best looking game on the PS5, bar none. Um, the, 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 the fucking animations of the npcs are like next level like it's actually kind of scary how detailed they got some of the human interactions of the game that's also one of his also downfalls because there's too much <laughs> fucking dialogue <laughs> um in the in the wheel in the wheel thing that they the, do the weapon wheel. i hate it yeah the the, no, the talking wheel shit i hate that so oh. much because it adds nothing it adds nothing 
there's there's um there's a conversation that you have before you do a story mission where like you have branching options to kind of get more context about like what's happening and why you should be doing what you're doing and to do every time you go to one of the optional shit it's like okay but you need to do what you got to do every time and it's like come on bro like like talk to a nigga like when you're talking to hades bro every time you talk to hades before the nigga died it was like memory corruption and then Aloy would go like what do you know about this memory corruption and it's like why are you giving me these options to add shit if it adds nothing in the end i hate that shit i always it's hate that shit again it it's a waste it it's a waste no of sense. development time like stop do, like you could you could put that budget into something else way something way better uh combat is it's weird I think the combat is so-so because it's like one of those things where the game gives you a lot of tools, but you're not really going to use it all. So it's kind of like one of those things where it over bloats its combat or its gameplay because they give you access to a lot of shit that realistically in the midst of combat, you're not going to fucking use. Like, um, what is it? Not the trick. The trip casters suck. The blast slings so far that I have because I'm still like towards the mid game. That shit sucks. <laughs> so like really, really like the only thing that you're really gonna be realistically using. I use the little like little disc thingy, but that thing kind of sucks too. <laughs> like I use the I at least like it's really just the fucking javelins and the bow and arrows. That's like the really main thing I use. And then I pull up with the staff, which is <laughs> I think that the people who made the staff combat. And the people who made the range combat were programming two different games. Because <laughs> it's like th- these niggas legit have frame inputs for things that are not realistically gonna honor those frame inputs. Like you gotta do R1, R1, uh, R2 into fucking ranged into this. And it's like, nigga, you're not gonna be doing that shit in actual real combat, dog. The thing that you're gonna be doing is spamming. Animals fucking spamming r1 and then fucking spamming your arrows bro you're not realistically going to be doing some of the shit that they have you doing these uh combat trials they truck can speak a lot more on that because i only did i only did like two um but yeah i'll i'll stop with that my impressions of the game is do i think it is the best ps5 exclusive that's hard because it doesn't really like to me, and I, I kind of agree with this on Donkey's video, it doesn't really do anything to me that pushes the envelope, right? It's a very safe sequel to me. Um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But in Horizon's case, for me particularly, the first game was so unnoticeable that, like, if you really wanted to, like, get me, you had to do something that really made me go, like, holy shit, okay. I know the first one wasn't that 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 big, but this second one, this second one hit different. And the second one, the only thing that hits different about the second one is the graphical uh, update improvement. Other than that, gameplay is average. Um, the open world exploration, ah, it's the same shit. If you played Uncharted, if you played Assassin's Creed, with the whole pole vault, like it's it's the same shit. You played it right. So like the game doesn't do anything that makes it stand out in particular. And for that reason, I can't give it like a super high score, but I'm not going to give it like, I'm not going to say it's an average game. I definitely think it's an above average game. So 
Um, if I were to give this game a, a, a rating based off of my early impressions, because I have not beat the game yet, Detroit could speak a lot more on that. I would give this game like a solid. I, I would give it like a seven, but I can see this game going to an eight because story wise, I got to a part that's interesting. But I, I don't know, based off of what they trail told me, I don't know if that really adds up to anything. But my particular like it does intrigue me. But what I've played so far, the game isn't the game doesn't hit that great scale for me. It's like slightly below that. So um, do I but I do recommend it. Like it's a PlayStation. It's a PlayStation 5 exclusive. If you don't have games to play, I will say get it. But that's my impressions of Horizon. Sorry for the PS5 fan, but the Sony fanboys who expect me to give this game a perfect score. I, I just can't do that. So if among PS5 exclusives, where would you rank it? Because like what we got so far was Ratchet and Clank. Miles Morales, fucking uh, honestly, yeah, that's that's another discussion. You're talking about PS5 exclusives, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't really know. I even though because Miles Morales isn't a full game, but I enjoyed my time there a lot better because it was like one of those things where it's like you're done. Um, I haven't finished Ratchet and Clank, so I can't speak on that. <laughs> so uh i don't know i would have to it, that would have to be uh i would have to look it's, at the list that's such a loaded ass question for somebody who probably okay <laughs> i didn't i'm not the last mission of miles the reason i can't beat that game is be i don't want to talk about it because people are gonna get mad at me um ratchet and clank beat it platinum did um what's another playstation exclusive like PlayStation Five exclusive, that can. Returnal can for talk Returnal, more about. Returnal, yeah. That. Um, I don't know if it meets Returnal expectation. Um, Returnal's hype, I should say. Um, so we talk about Demon things Souls like technically the director's cut for yeah, Death Stranding. Death Stranding. I don't think it's as good. Final as Death Fantasy Seven. Final Fantasy Seven integrate. Final Fantasy Seven not touching that. I mean, I mean, it's not touching Final Fantasy Seven. Final yeah. Fantasy Seven will go down as probably one of the greater PlayStation exclusives. When we look back in history, every part that they put out, I don't care. People get mad about that. <laughs> I can give you future sight. Every part that they put out will be better than almost every PlayStation exclusive, except for the man that's God of War or some shit like that. But Final Fantasy VII, go back. We're going to look at it. We're going to tell our kids about how great Final Fantasy VII Remake <laughs> was on the PlayStation systems, bro. So that's neither here nor there. Um, but look at, looking at the exclusives, because it's not that many, uh, what what we getting? Fast shake. Uh, shit. Give me a second. One second. Damn, y'all really went to the fast shake. Um. <laughs> uh. Pause the pause the, the recorder real quick so I can order this food. And, <laughs> and say. All right, we we back. Yep. We back. Um. We so my impressions of Horizon coming from a review platform. review review all yeah, this boy <laughs> I can't even say he start to finish it so reason I, I platinum it and, and beat it so fast one also I shouldn't have did it Elden Ring coming out not good at Elden Ring so now I really ain't got shit to play but um two I want to get better at getting a full grasp of a game so we can review it on a pod and get the 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 beats and the potatoes because we usually review the game. The Saturday the game come out. So just for y'all know. Uh just for y'all there. Not last Saturday, but this Saturday. You know what I'm saying? But um so 
my impression better than better than the first one. I'll tell you that much. They they added to the first one, so I got to the absolute end of the first one, and something came out that I just started playing. So I, I think that's a lot of people's uh, a lot of people's um, opinion on like the first Horizon that other shit came out during that time, and it happened again. Well, the funny thing is, I'm pretty sure they picked probably like February or something because no games really come out in February. And then it happened and then next again. Thing you know, every fucking thing came out. In February. <laughs> it again. They fucking then Breath of Wild came out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> then with this one, thank God, Dying Two is a steaming piece of shit. So like, it really didn't have to compete with that. Um, Still had to compete, but. but. In in my aspect of like playing this game, I would definitely say it's a good one. It's a great one. If you got a PS5 and you looking stupid saying we ain't got no excuses, it's not just because the only thing you play is Warzone that you bought a whole PS5 just to play Warzone. Is that you actually got to go and get you know some games? You playing Warzone in 2K it doesn't excuse you to say ain't no games for the ps no games on the PS. that's what cat. you chose to be. Um, but um for me i try to get and me and Kim, i'm trying to get every exclusive that come out for our systems uh just because you know it was hell getting it and i'm gonna make sure i get something to make this this big ass machine work um so i'm gonna go with gripes first uh because it's not that many i have gripes. so this shit shut my PS5 down. I have told she did. nobody this shit. Bro, why is every exclusive Damn. done something to your PS5? <laughs> it, it ain't brick it, but it shut my shit down multiple times. Now, there are some people who PS5 got bricked, and mm. I just think that's more on the hardware than the game. Uh, it's, I, I definitely, a lot of, I definitely say because it's not an isolated event that some people play exclusives, and it just, pff, on them. Thank God, God knew how much I needed my PS5, and for not for it not to break, so it did not break. When when that joint, I remember I turned it on, grab some water, and I came back, my screen was black. I was like, hey, not today, my nigga. So uh, I went in, and I cleaned my PS5 out, got the dust and shit out of it. I'm like, this is not about that. When I found out it was Horizon, update came out, it didn't happen again. Um, but there's bugs. And mind you, so I want to talk to the gaming community about this. Um, there's a difference between game breaking bugs and like pseudo like annoying to the point of playing, and then bugs. No matter what game you play, every game is gonna have bugs. It's gonna be that's bugs. technology. I like like I would tell somebody there's gonna be times when I'm on my phone and then that joint don't load up faster than it loaded up yesterday. It's just what technology is. I could be playing fucking City Skyline, uh, a game that literally is like 3.5 megabytes and something will fucking happen. Like, that's just what gaming is. Uh, everybody knows about it. For anybody who used to play the college basketball game, there's a notorious glitch that still happened to this day in which your shorts will go that way while your person is still running. No, that's forward. a 2K. That's a legacy 2K glitch. That but still it, was, it used to be the college basketball game. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that, and then it still happens on 2K to this day. That's what that's what glitches are. Now, mind you, you could be like, well, we pay these niggas this amount of money to do all this type of shit, woo up, bam, bam, wop. They'd be the same niggas that could play when the game get delayed 40 fucking days. You can't win with gamers. <laughs> you can't fucking win. But there's a lot of glitches that I have went through. Um, there has been... Now, did it... Take me out immersive wise, only one. 
but like some of the like I don't care about pop ins. Like the fuck, like my nigga, I grew up in PS2 gamers. That's legit the era of pop ins. I will walk down a block and something will pop fucking in. So oh. I don't give a fuck <laughs> about that. Like, like bro, <laughs> if you play San Andreas, bro, shit will you you die. The airplane the mission. The airplane mission. Like, <laughs> so me personally, like I don't care. And it's not on an aspect of like something like San Andreas. You can see it pop in to the distance, or you'll see a little black bo- box and it pops something in. Now, when it comes to like NPC glitches and stuff like that, yeah, like this is what happens when games have like a lot of density in terms of the NPCs. Not all of them niggas gonna work right. For nigga, I'm not I'm not good at talking about technology, but I'm pretty sure coding an individual walk set for an NPC. Is not fucking easy, especially we got forty in one town. I'm pretty sure that code is like hell. You know what and I'm you saying? You niggas so, want them to put yeah, a whole yeah. city worth of people in. Yeah, so you know, and that's about creating immersion is having a city worth. Like on a good token of that, walking to a city and all them niggas calling you the amount of fucking accolades that you did because the more accolades you do, the more things people call you. So they don't call you fucking. <laughs> Blood hair and savior and fucking the Bullworth conqueror. Oh, the fuck I did, bro. Like, I, like they literally call you this shit. And that's, that's one dope. of the cool things about the game is that since the game is kind of like, other than the main quest, the sad quest, uh, structure in the way of whatever you can do, whatever time you want to do. Them. So there's no sad. Now, if you, there's some main missions that you need people from sad quests, so it'll lock you, like, from completing a sad quest. But for the most part, like, you can pick up the sad quest you can do all the sad quests after you beat the game you can do all the sad quests before you beat the game it really don't fucking matter depending on like you know difficulty because you real the game doesn't tell you the level of a mission you're about to go into you gotta look that shit up um now um but like there's been times the part that got me out of immersion is when i (laughs) i um i was fighting a monster and i guess i pressed something the wrong way but I could not melee no more. So when I was in that camp, and the only the, the most efficient way to beat people other than stealth, in which I hate games that like value stealth more than regular fighter, and especially in an action game, like is to use your, your staff. They gave you all these combos for a reason. And that shit just wouldn't be used. So I was getting pelted by arrows trying to fight all these people at once. It's fucking horrible. And it happened to me a couple times, but like I say, you know, I digress. I push through. Just restart the last save checkpoint. You good, right? Um, which is another good thing. Uh, the saving is really good in that game because it's not like because there's uh, in, in some games you kind of hate with a super auto save when you're trying to do shit that's exploitive. Like in Pokemon, you kind of hate a good auto save, but in this game, you kind of not really doing shit exploit because everything really they give to you, so to speak. Um, so a good autosave when shit glitches out is really, really fucking good. Because, like, I love it. This day and age of gaming is that the game usually fixes itself when you go back to a checkpoint. So in this aspect, back in the day, if you ran into a glitch mission, you put up a backup save. <laughs> like, yeah. ain't no fucking, ain't no fucking just restart the checkpoint and hold the script. You're right. done. There's a backup save you're going to. And better believe you make sure you got a save because you want a couple hours back. Um, but in this game, you just like it was one time where NPC will will walk 
and he kept like I guess the um script that the NPC was running, they got like glitched or something. So he will walk back and forth in the same spot. I'm like, this is fucking annoying. I tried punching him and move him out the way, he would go back in that same spot and walk back and forth. And I'm like, this shit is ass. Um, I just reported the save and it literally redid the save right back to that point in which he was walking. So shout out to that. Um, but other than the glitches, like another gripe that I have, it's, it's too much fucking talking. Now, before people say, oh, bro, you gotta learn the story of the game. Woo, woo. Don't give me a dialogue treaty. Don't fucking give me a dialogue treaty. Don't fucking give me a dialogue treaty. If you're gonna give me lore and shit like that or know what the fuck I do, just fucking tell me it. Like, because I'm gonna skip the shit anyway. And what I mean by that, I only skip dialogue when it's too fucking much. <laughs> like, I'm playing a game. And my whole point is to play the game. Well, I want to watch some. I watch TV, all things of that nature. So please, like, don't give me so much dialogue. Just tell me. Tell me why we fucking walking. This is another fucking gripe. Why the fucking walking? I hate that shit. I'm a firm believer in put more cutscenes in video games if we're going to fucking walk everywhere. <laughs> Literally, so I can, like, I hate, like, walking down the fucking oh you walk in then they get, and then you force and they to tell dialogue. me some just to go yeah, you go from yeah, one yeah. cutscene to walking to the next cutscene and you do nothing in between that fucking walk that shit ass like I don't have a like, cutscene of them walking and talking yeah, just have a <laughs> I feel like I feel like, like they do that for thing? the people I feel like they do that for people who want to look at the beautiful graphics we got here admire it turn the camera I you feel like see that's that shit regardless it. Like so that's why they do it. Half the time, half the, you'll see the shit regardless. Uh, Cyberpunk did something really good. I know what. In the sense of put that in there and with the uh, news. No, nah, you don't got to, oh, bro. Okay. Look, let me I right, sidebar real quick. I'm not praising any game that have a fucking roadmap. I right? not doing that shit. I love Cyberpunk. I'm not praising the game that have a fucking. They got a roadmap for like five years, dog. Bro, that shit did. Like I said, I'm playing cyber. I was playing Cyberpunk earlier, enjoying the fuck out of it again. I'm gonna replatinum this game because I love it so much. Not giving you praise because you got a fucking patch roll. You got a patch roadmap. We got a we got a season pass. A patch is coming out. I'm not giving you praises for that shit. I'm not giving you all like like you expect me to play the game again. After you patch it, like fuck out of here with that. You got your bomb next gen. Uh, upgrade to the game, so much shit that that wasn't in the last game in terms of just aesthetic and keeping you engulfed in the world. But you ain't getting praise for me because this game been out for almost two years now, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, so like two years and your game officially came out. Should should have kept delaying it. But back to what I was saying. Um, now, like. Another thing that I dislike. So Cam talked about, I don't know if Cam knew. Nigga, I did not play this game on hard. Beans did that dumb shit. You get two shots. Why that nigga hard. trying to sweat? Because, <laughs> like, no. And I, I, in some aspects, I, be, I agree with him. And if you play a lot of games that's the same, you kind of can beat it. Like firm software niggas. First software niggas like to laugh at us casual gamers because they play every Dark Souls in the book. So they could just go into Elden Ring knowing what the fuck to do. Yeah. Uh, we ain't going oh, to do that shit. It's, it's like, <laughs> we ain't going to be able to do that shit. So, but like, if you play a lot of fucking open world games, you, you know, combat shit, kind of easy. Especially for niggas who just got off of a seafood high, you think the combat going to be easy. This game, throw that shit out the window. 
Cause you gonna get fucked. And it's just the this is the nature of it. A dinosaur gonna hit you. Or a machine gonna hit you. Ain't no avoidment. Ain't no no touch run throughs. I don't care how good you is. They gonna smoke you. There are certain <laughs> dinosaurs in this game that will two shot you, and you won't be able to do shit about it. You will literally get ragdolled. You will hit Aloy Moe. And next, the only thing else you will see is her body engulfed inside of a rock because that's what's going to happen. <laughs> now, there's a good way to avoid that. Put that bitch on easy. You will never <laughs> experience that shit ever again. Let me tell you something. For all you, you know, oh, man, easy is just for... It's a reason video games put just the story in there, right? Because some people want to get the full value of a fucking game without sitting there looking fucking stupid when you Niggas put a have jobs game. and lives. Exactly. And you also it. tell me it's a level 15 <laughs> mission when a machine I got to defeat to beat that mission is fucking 45. So put that two together. Me with level 15 and probably lower level gear because I just turned level 15 going into a mission with a robot who has two rocket launchers on the back of him, goddamn big-ass leg, a hitbox the size of Texas, a small-ass <laughs> arena to fight that bitch in, and a bow and arrow. Who winning that shit? Not me. <laughs> Not Look, me. Ten times so, out of the ten. Anybody who's frustrated <laughs> with uh, Horizon, and you just mean like, I just want to beat the game, put that bitch on easy. If you're in the Coliseum, and you just want to get the rewards for beating the arena, so you get some of them good-ass weapons in that arena, Put that bitch on easy. Then you got to put it on just a story. Who gives a shit? But when you put that bitch on easy, though, a 15-minute boss fight becomes two. And only two because you want it to be. So um, now imagine, again, after a while, you might get bored with just running through shit, right? I digress. That's why you got the option to flip that bitch back on normal or back on hard. But this is a single-player game, and the only time you're getting timed is in one fucking thing in that game. The only time you're getting timed and, and, and your difficulty is shown to the world is in the arena, and that's the last fight you do in the arena sections. That's the only time you're timed, and people are saying, oh, that person is number one in the world. Other than that, can't nobody watch you playing it. You ain't on Twitch getting thousands of subscribers. Ain't nobody watching you play this fucking game and judging you about what difficulty you. Who pick. the fuck are you trying to impress? Nobody. <laughs> so put that. If you having a hard time fighting that thunder jaw slap. So there was a. This what I can say. Fuck that whole difficulty shit, right? There was a mission, and what you got to go save this little kid from some machines. You might think it's the kangaroo machine. You might think it's the fuck. Oh, it might be a ravenger out of all things. It was a thunder jaw and a fucking stormbird. It is like four big monsters in that game. That's two of them. <laughs> so it was a thunder jaw and a stormbird. Well, when I, I tell you, kid up, both man. of them pull up at the same fucking time, and they cool with each other. They not cool. It's you. Imagine, so the NPCs that can help you, they will get knocked the fuck out and they will be on the ground without being to help you. It's a time before they come up. So there's a bunch of times where you just buy yourself with certain fights. Put that shit on easy. Get, get it over with. You know? Um, but on to like praises of the game. Like Cam said, fucking beautiful, right? Like the attention to detail is too. So the attention to detail when it comes to the game itself, gameplay, all that good stuff, fire. They have a whole, it's a whole different thing on fucking photo mode. Photo mode, photo mode is, is insane. Insane. You can, you can see the fucking skin ridges in her face. You can, 
Like, this shit has been tested. You can look. If you put her ear towards the sun, you can see, you know how you looking at shit and you can see the sun pissing through skin? It's like reddish. You can see that shit. You can look at her iris and see the NPC she talking to. Like, Yo, that, it's that, in-depth. In that's fucking photo mode, bro. Fucking <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, people, people was talking about Halo got a beard. No, you could just see the hairs on her skin. You could see that shit right here. Like every woman, if you have ever seen a woman in your life. So like that's they shit. haven't. <laughs> they, the shit is insane. So that's photo mode, right? But in the game, I think even though we talk shit about the machines and body and you, every machine is different. And that's a yeah. cool thing about the game. Every machine is different, and they're, and they're attacking differently. Um, they also don't give a fuck about one-on-one battles. Anybody who about to play this game, remember that. These machines no do not ones. fight fair. They will no never one. fight fair. Bag oh, <laughs> up. Ain't no such thing as fighting four enemies with one spear by yourself. Bag up and shoot them hoes. There's an emphasis on components. Make sure you shoot them bitches off, because there's it shows like there's a difference between fighting an enemy and just shooting at their armor plates with arrows and then fighting the enemy and shooting off the components, shooting off the guns that's on the enemy back, using the guns against them. Like you can go from like casually fighting in that game to like having real good battles if you do it in you know correct way. It all depends on how you want to play it, right? Or you can get this fucking javelin and just shove that bitch in the chest and watch that bitch explode. And you will win every fucking fight. That's what I do. I personally got that javelin and just started slinging at home. Um, but the weapons are fun. Three of them. So there's three weapons that's fun. The rest of them don't fucking matter. So we're going to slice the bows into two. We got the hunter bow and the sharp shot bow. Very yeah. good bows. They they fire slower than the warrior bow, but they're better than a warrior bow in every section of the way. I would say the only time you use warrior bows, if you want to get close up elemental damage to people that's the you want to get the elemental damage faster but don't like i'm telling you like when you're fighting the fucking the elephant or you're fighting the fucking super snake the last thing you want to do is get close to the motherfuckers because you're going to end up on a t-shirt faster than you ever thought <laughs> and they and yes they print t-shirts in that game um now um uh but that's the two bows so the sharp shot and the hunter bow then you have the um, what is it called? I use it's like a gun that you use that fire like individually small boats. Very fucking good, pristine, love it. Um, fire, and then there's the the javelin in which you just throw. It's cool. Now once you go down on the trees, each tree, even though they probably like specify on a different way of um, on a different way of like 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 what you're doing. Like there's a machine override tree which helps you machine override, but they also like is different when it comes to the weapons that you use in the game. So they all specify that. Like, so if you go down a machine tree more, you'll get more like quirks on using a javelin. And mind you, once you get to level 50 and you do a lot of sack quests, you fill up all them trees, no problem. But depending on which one you go down, depending on like, you know, what weapon you're going to use uh, more proficiently. And that creates a better dynamic in the gameplay as well. If you get that far and that's kind of like a thing, all that, all the shit that I talk about in terms of like what you do in that game and things of that nature is if you get that far, because like it's not a long game, but with this many side quests, with this many things to do, many mounts to climb, it can drag. 
like just the way gaming is these days in terms of like a lot of games can keep your attention if it's open world so it can drag unless there's like a lot of random events and shit happening and things of that nature which can also be overwhelming into an aspect there's a fine line in open world game you can go the the Ubisoft route and have a big ass open world but a smidgen boring while you're playing it or mostly boring or you can go like say for instance the cyberpunk route which is a little bit smaller and more contained but there's like it's just grand, like grand and look. There's a shit ton to do. There's a shit ton of like small quests that you go into, a bunch of like, you know, so how are you do it? I think um it like like Horizon is in the middle of that, not in the best way possible, but also not in the bad way. Cause it's a big map. But you don't have to do everything if you don't want to. You can beat the game without really doing all that shit. Like, you know, and that ass like Will it help you beat the game doing all that stuff in terms of leveling you up and stuff like that? Yeah. But just like in any other game, RPG, you can beat a level 50 enemy being level one. Is it going to take longer? Yeah. Like you can that. do it. So you don't have to do all that shit. But me, I like to get the full grasp of the game before playing it. Um, so closing on this, I definitely say Horizon is a good game. The story is mid. I'm going to say that right now. There's some parts of the story that's strong, like real strong. I think like some of the rebel shit with regalia and you helping out the other tribes is fire. I would definitely say the main story though, in terms of like what's going on can be forgotten really, really easy. You kind of don't want that. Like the um, disease. Do they, see, do they sequel bait? Oh yeah, hey, oh my God. I was thinking of you when I beat this game and I wanted to tell you <laughs> down the pocket. Thanks for reminding me. They sequel bait. Is the most basically bait like this shit is a movie. Like you, I thought the credits was gonna roll at the end. Like after you beat the last person you're supposed to beat, they're like, "What is that coming towards Earth? Wait, what is that wave? They're like, "It's a destruction wave. Once it hits Earth, everything is gonna be going. Once it hits Earth, everything's gonna go away." Then I was silence and silence. Like, look, peace. I'm out. I'm not gonna deal with this shit. And then he come back. He was like. Well, we gonna need all our help to stop this thing that's coming our way, and then we all just fucking walk off. Like it's literally like, <laughs> you waited. Aloy will return. Like okay, yeah, some big shit about to happen in the third game. Like this, it, 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 it's funny because it's it's this thing that's literally looking like it's slowly about to whoop your ass as it's coming on the screen because it's like a, it show you the earth. And it's like a big ass red ball coming towards Earth. Oh, yeah, it's about to whoop ass. But um, it's cool. Like like I said, it's sequel baited like a mother. As soon as I have, I'm like, Cam was right. <laughs> was like, they know. Like, Sony I, know what they got with this. <laughs> they know. Yeah, but when you beat the game, I mean, when you play the game, you kind of it has a feeling of this is Aloy's last ride. She finally about to complete her mission, and she technically did. Until that big ass destruction wave thing coming, so um, just like the Xena part of the story, I guess. Like, imagine there's a lot of lore when it comes to that shit. They trail is not the right person to come this way. Let me give you a little detail. I said on the podcast a long time. If you got the option to press circle doing talking, trail Seth will press that. It's not my fault. You gave me that option. Um, now. In terms of like, did I enjoy it? Like I said, the regalia stuff I enjoyed, the Xena stuff mid, you know, to an extent. But I did enjoy the the the, the comrades that you get throughout the way, your companions that you have throughout the way. I enjoy them. Um, me personally, I enjoy um, 
uh, what's my man's name? <laughs> I don't want to spoil it, but what's his name? Uh, black folks. There was a lot of black Vol, folks. I enjoy Vol to an extent. Um, Zoe, I enjoy Zoe. Uh, folks with the Mohawk, I can't think of his name right that right now. I enjoy Silence to an extent. Gaia, I rock with. Uh, I think his name is Cartalo or some. It's a uh, it's a um, uh, a Tarkov that you with one arm that you end up like being friends with. Fire, you end up helping him get a mechanical arm. This nigga, look. Sorry for the quick spoilers. He the one who killed Regalia. Like you having this thing of like, because you can spare Regalia if you want to, right? Fuck that. So, uh, like, you have this thing of like, you telling Regalia, like, look, you gotta die. This is the only way. This nigga said, fuck it. I'm stabbing you in the back. This for all the dead homies. Shout out to bro. Um, but all in all, I think Horizon is a game that you should get. You should definitely get if you own a PS5. And especially if you're a person who want to enjoy just like next gen gaming, that's what that is. I think a lot of when we talk about when we talk about like exclusives, at this point, exclusives are just to show off hardware and how good hardware is. Because yeah. and when we look back on the PS3 days, that's when Uncharted was for. Like like literally, Uncharted was to show. Look at the PS3. Look what game this thing can run. You know what I'm saying? We go to the PS, we go to the PS4 days and we talk about shit like Spider-Man. That's on the later end, but Uncharted again or Last of Us. Last of Us. Yeah, Last of Us being probably the biggest example. Um you got um just looking at like what the system we do. Now back in the day, your shit used to sound like a fucking jet engine. But now it ain't the case this time. Um, at least right now. So, this is currently. like when you look at um Ratchet and Clank, you can see how beautiful, how seamless, how a game you get with no loader screens just going in and just being in just a great gaming experience. You can look at something like Returnal, which the your controller literally <laughs> is like one with the game in that fucking game, bro. Like with the help of feedback. Even with something like um like um Death Stranding, in which like this game and Death Stranding was built on the same engine. So the, like when I tell y'all niggas, the PS5 version and the director's cut of Death Stranding, it damn near looks great better than this. Like if you look into like it's it's fucking insane. That's all I gotta say. But um they was built on the same engine. That's why you would see a lot of that's why you see a lot of horizon shit in Death Stranding. And they low-key kind of merge both stories, which is not merging together, but they kind of feel like they're in the same universe. Um Wild. But that's neither here nor there. Like these are games don't that show the, powerful. Look, don't systems. get the theory, niggas started, man. Don't get <laughs> Kojima started, boy. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I need, hey, I wouldn't be surprised if he about to announce a game soon. So, um, but um, but this that this this is the power of next gen gaming. It's it's a great game. You got to look past like glitches and stuff. It will fill your time. Me, like me, I run through open world games. Anybody who knows me, I can run through this shit. You probably won't have the experience of me like running through open world games like I do, but I run through this shit. So platinum and that stuff, like I, I, I start platinum game like twenty minutes into games like this. Like I look to see if there's any. This is what I do. I don't spoil myself. I look to see if there's any missable trophies. If there's no missable trophies, I decide that if I'm a platinum game. Two things I want: missable trophies and multiplayer trophies. If those are the two, I want platinum game. If there's a missable trophy, then that means I gotta literally cater my gameplay to not missing that trophy. Multiplayer trophies, I rely on other niggas. We don't rely on the niggas when it 
comes to gaming. So, but with this game, it was a, a beautiful platinum experience, really seamless, a three out of 10 on a difficulty scale of platinum. You can do all that shit on easy if you want to. You can do all that shit on very hard if you want to, but then I was singing to a psych work and it's fun. And I'll also say this, one good thing, the flying in that game is bullshit and good at the same time. Bullshit and you don't get to start flying until the second to the last mission. Literally, the second to the last mission. I will say this shit again. The second to the last mission. I don't care how many overrides you got in them cauldrons. You felt, oh, I can override these birds and shit now. You ain't flying until the second to the last mission. But. Arceus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it is a very good flying mechanic. Like, trust me, it it's it feel like a little bit better than flying a plane in GTA. Like, it's, it's so seamless. And the bird is a you will not want to travel on the floor again once you get that flying mechanic. The only thing you want to do is fast travel and fly. Um, but other than that, if I was to give a rating to the game since I beat it, definitely 7.5, 8, um, definitely not a 9, show damn well, not a 10, an 8 because of gameplay and enjoyment, 7.5 if you want to go deeper into like, you know, story and shit like that. But I definitely, but to think about that, that's a good game. Eight, seven point five. It's a great game. Go play it. Um, but Arceus is still in the running for game of the year for me. So, all right, cool. Next is the most hyped title of the year. Probably will be the most hyped title of the year. I text him. He ain't responding back. So just let uh, if you want to call him, go ahead and call him. But uh, Elden Ring has dropped. So. <laughs> Might be quicker than the horizon for me. Oh, I'm ass. I'm booty cheeks. Hey, look, man. look, let me tell you something, folks. You gotta, I gotta watch YouTube videos to either understand what the fuck to do. Like people always talk about, a game doesn't hold your hand. This is the only game in the history of gaming that will not even attempt to touch your hand. <laughs> like they don't tell you where to go. <laughs> okay, they tell you where to go. But kinda, when you playing a game, kinda. you don't look at the little fucking nut. Like, you can miss integral shit in the game, even if you follow that thing, folks. It's insane. You can miss the fucking item shop in that game. This <laughs> item shop? <laughs> exactly. If you don't go to that fucking church, you just blocked out 30% of the fucking game. Right there, you can. There's a chance that you won't even see your fucking mount if you don't go to the right. You don't go yeah. to the right fucking camp, bro. Yo, this game and it's look. It's I think it's a to an extent. It's amazing for firm software niggas, bro. Who you? This is why. This is why I agree with the reviews for firm software fans, right? In terms, if you like firm software games, this is your. This will be the. This, this would be the best GTA. game you ever played. <laughs> this is their San Andreas. <laughs> but if you ain't never played a game like me, boy, <laughs> boy, you fuck. Be mad you as hell. Fuck. <laughs> you about to waste hey, day trail. We when that first when that when that boss popped up, G, when you just walked in, f- you, the, like in the oh, very beginning, hey, stand up. Hey, look, stand, I tried to fight that nigga. <laughs> no, no, that that is what you call. I slap in the face because that's the only thing that thing supposed to do to you. It happened. It happened, and you can beat it. Of course, you can beat it, and it yeah, gives you sure. a very Sweats strong. Will. The sweat. It gives you a very strong weapon, right? But you still die. 
Like, you still die after that. After you beat it, you walk on a bridge, it collapses, you die. So, like, it's made for you to die. It happened in Bloodborne, right? Now, everything after that, death is on your own, fam. <laughs> like, like, if you die after that, it's not because the game wants you to die, bro. It is literally because your ass just died. That fucking horseman, you ain't supposed to fight him. Everybody. Oh, yeah. Uh, who was that? My man. <laughs> With the girl, I'm like, I just walked up to him. Boy, he said, "Hey, you like want smoke?" That's the I walked up. He world, said, "You want smoke?" <laughs> like, I, you go into the open world. That's the first nigga you see, bro. Folks chilling on his horse. G. He just walking chilling around. on his horse, bro. <laughs> I think it's such a crazy aspect that if, cause like, so niggas, so niggas would die from that nigga, right? And they would be like, "Okay, I'm probably not supposed to go that way," and you will miss. The whole thing you supposed to do by going that way, and that's legit the item, nigga. That's the, you will, and there's a chance that people will get so pissed off with this game, and they won't even touch 10%. That's insane. It's insane. I will say it fucking again. It's in fucking insane, bro. But I digress. I can't tell y'all how good the game is. I won't be able to tell y'all how good the game it's is. Vibes. I ain't supposed to be it's, talking here. It, it, <laughs> I'm going to go get cousin while Cam talk. I ain't supposed to be talking here, folks. What's the point? What's the talk about him? I died. What else is like? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, hey, hey, did you meet? Hey, did you get to the, the mount part? Yeah. What happened after that? Die. Oh, man. You know, there's stealth mechanics in that game. Yep. Die. Oh, man. Did you know there's a parry system? Oh, die. Die. Look, he's bro, like, die game, trying to learn how to parry, can. nigga. They do not. They do not cater to trail saplings. I am very impatient in gaming. This is why I can't be a fighter game player. There's a lot of things you, you have to learn mechanics, right? That's what this game entails. Hitboxes you in have, this game and that's sure. my biggest gripe. You have to play from software's way. If you don't, if you're not playing the way that you play in Souls games, you're not going to beat the game, right? Just the way it is. There's no liberty in what you want to be. If there's a, if you want to be a magic user, you have to build up to that point. You know what I'm saying? But you still, at the end of the day, three things: dodging, parrying, and picking fights. I am the opposite of that. I love picking fights in games. I, bro, my kind of week is on. I'm gonna say about this dodging shit. This this dodging fucking epidemic in video gaming. Like it's a fucking epidemic. Like it's disgusting. But like and parrying, I was never good at anything that involves parrying. And UFC, yeah, I parry the fuck out you. That shit easy. Sekiro can make it. Can make Sifu. Hey, don't talk to me. It ain't make it. It ain't, ain't happening. Get my ass beat. So uh, Cam can talk about. I'm gonna go get Cuzzo though. Chris, you can you can go ahead and get your. I'll go ahead and get my. Uh, so lady, I'm gonna say this. When our homie Chaz joined. He been trying to get me to play from from software games for the longest, for the longest. I was like, nigga, no. Yes, we're fusions, <laughs> but no, <laughs> that's not my shit. Like literally, like I, I already know. I'm already accepting my place in terms of gaming. I love the game, but I can't play this hard shit, nigga. So point being, I was like, fuck it. He he bought it. Let me just see what's what's the hype. It's a beautiful game. I give it that. Like it's a very beautiful game for the. For those who love seeing black, gray, brown, and shit like that. Like, Depression it's very shit. beautiful. 
the uh, customization thing is pretty dope. Like, I made Fleece Johnson. <laughs> Dead ass serious. I made Fleece Johnson. I made a warrior named Fleece. <laughs> named him Fleece. Uh, but... Turn like Datra said, I, I I'm not qualified. <laughs> like look, I played two hours, and like once I got I after I woke up from the cave, I searched around the cave. Which actually, the funny thing, if you search in the cave, you go down that bot that cliff. That's technically the tutorial. Yeah, <laughs> that's technically technically <laughs> that's the tutorial. I don't know if Datra knew that. <laughs> I, I think he walked right out the door. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's the tutorial, because I'm like, gee, I fell off a cliff early, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? So, I was like, look, that, that hole look, look dangerous, but, okay, go down the cliff, that's your tutorial. I almost died during the tutorial, because, nigga, this, this, I'm trying to parry niggas. I've been playing Sifu, I've been playing any other game that involves a parry system, I like to parry niggas. They did I don't know how. Ain't no, time such, sucks. Ain't, ain't, no, ain't, no time. ain't no such thing as parrying in Dark Souls. Exactly. So I was like, it you know is, what? but you got to have, like, if Sekiro taught you to have precision, this game taught you to have God-like precision, bro. Yeah. You got to be, like, <laughs> your ass got to be damn near mid-swing to when that enemy is mid-swing on you. You can't be a second early. You can't be a second late. If you are, you go see your stamina gut bar go down. And you can and see your health, health go down. <laughs> yeah. go so, once again, I don't count frames, nigga. So, literally, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to swing this motherfucking sword and dodge. That's my game. I would dodge. So, got through the tutorial, got up to the uh, upper room where the uh, nice little uh, open world is. I'm like, all right, cool. It's nice little vibes and shit. I'm just moving around. Yeah, the big horse nigga whooped my ass. Uh, literally, <laughs> this must like, be the first. This must be the first official boss. That's what. Gee, all around. I saw was a health bar, and I was like, <laughs> I guess. And I hit that nigga. His health went from it's completely I'm like you like a penny, and he, and he he slapped the shit out of me after that. I was like, yeah, <laughs> fuck this. So nigga, so then I walk around. <laughs> then I find a dude who tells you to go to that castle. I'm like. That's the dude. I, that's dude's castle I killed in the tutorial. So I'm like, I guess. But I was offended because he kept calling me maidenless, and I was like, nigga, are you saying I don't got no bitches? No, you don't got no bitches, <laughs> I was bro. Like, you don't got no like everybody keeps calling you maidenless, G. I'm like, I took it personally. Like Mike, I took it personally. I'm like, okay, whatever. Head toward the castle. That's and then I'm like, oh, they say you can know you could actually step in critical kill. I'm like, oh, thanks for reminding me that. Also, I'm hunting animals in the process of this because I'm like, might as well. <laughs> Why the fuck not else? And I'm just exploring the world. And I'm like, the world looks really fucking nice. It's a, it's a really beautiful game for the colors that they offer you. Now, in comparison to Ratchet and Clank, where you get every color in the color wheel. You get in some beautiful, like I said, you get some beautiful black, gray, and brown on this game, my nigga. <laughs> so if you like to see those colors with a hint of yellow, it's a very beautiful game. I will give it that. You will die. <laughs> if, like like my thing says, Dark Souls nude. That is me. I don't know what the fuck I'm getting myself into. So with that being said, 
it's cool. I'm enjoying the vibes. It's a nice little vibe. You think you got... <laughs> it's a nice little vibe. Now, All right, I'm going to be honest. I already know what you're going to ask. You gonna make it, you, do you, how far do you think you're going to make it? Man, look, <laughs> it, I'm, I'm going to say is this. The first real boss fight is going to say everything. <laughs> the oh, first, okay. The first real boss post, fight is going to say everything. Post-editing, I'm going to uh, put my entire... Um, like yeah. uh, me beating the first boss. I'm going to say, Chris, is when you watch this in post-editing and you see the first boss... Just just put in the just put in the group chat if you go make it that far. That's all I'm gonna say. Because <laughs> I'm like, because I'm like, I I, I I rocks with the sneak mechanics because these enemies are dumb as shit. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm going through the castle. I'm like, y'all saw me and then I peek back up and you just gonna stop looking. Thanks for being fucking idiots. But <laughs> I was just like, I already know once shit get real. I'm like, look, that first boss fight is gonna say everything because that's all I need to know. I've, I might end up like DC uh, and get Jordan symboled on uh, like how he was playing Dark Souls 3. But it's cool. It's vibes. I, I see why Nick, like, I see why it's getting the scores it's getting, but it's just vibes, you know? So, uh, Cam, you can give your piece. <laughs> uh, all I'm going to say is, I'll wait till Chaz. Yo, what's up, Chaz? Yo, Chaz, what's good, G? We can't hear you. Can't hear you at all. Can't hear you. Adjust your, you don't have to adjust your cords, boy. No, at all, no. Can't hear you at all. My, my mic is on. There you go. Now I can. Oh, we can. We can. Yeah, you good now. Oh, all right. I just turned that bitch on. Hey. I'm all I'm going to say, all I'm going to say is, Chris, that first, the first major boss, Margaret, took me about four hours to beat, bro. I like, a nigga, cut, bro, when I tell you that was a half a work shift of me trying to learn this nigga's fucking like I'm playing a goddamn fighting game. Yeah, I figure out his pattern and, and shit, bro. <laughs> oh my god! So I'm gonna say what I gotta say, and I'm gonna, and Chaz, I'm gonna let you spit. Uh, how far are you, Chaz? Just so I can get a frame of reference. Um, side quest wise, I beat like two bosses in like these dungeons. And, and like, did you beat the first? Did you beat the first major boss yet? Well, not. I, I was not even the first major boss. The first sub boss, basically, the first Ooh. main sub boss, Margaret. Nah, nah. Okay. This, this, this nigga, this nigga. I just, I just showed this nigga where to get the mount at. I was. Just you didn't there. get the mount? No, you want? No, it's funny. I just walked in that area, and like eighty niggas tried to flood me. G. I had to run, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Okay, all right. So I'm gonna get my. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just say it like this. I think this game's biggest problem. <laughs> this game's biggest problem is that it expects everybody who plays this game to have been to have been playing Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls One, Dark Souls Two, Bloodborne, Sekiro. This game expects you to have played those games and beat those games multiple times. Listen, from software. My biggest advice to you, this is your first, not counting the Demon Souls remake, because I really don't count that. This is your first real official game for the next generation. There are going to be people who are going to pick this up off the basis that it is a new game. And it's hype. Treat them like that. Because I can tell you, I can tell it to you like this. If I wasn't somebody who was, you know, who was, you know, I call myself, I say Dark Souls Pro. I'm really a Sekiro pro because I played the shit out of that game. 
if I wasn't somebody who was really into the difficulty type games and stuff like that, this game would have been a huge turnoff for me. Like, as soon as I got to the open world, bro, like I would have been like, I, right, I'm out. Like, <laughs> like this game expects you to. There is so much cryptic shit in this game, and granted, this game does give you what they call an adventure guide if you buy the game. Um, I don't know how helpful that is because I haven't looked at it yet. But this game expects you to know. I don't know. It, it, they gave it to me, so it's it's, it's in my library. I, feel, I ain't never <laughs> feel like an NPC a day in my life till I played this game, folks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I swear right. to God, I'm a nigga that built to die. Like, I'm bro, everybody, that bro, everybody in this game is, is fucking built to die. It's so much cryptic shit. Like, okay, the fact that you have to go to a specific campfire to get your mount is crazy because the game doesn't tell you that. The game doesn't go like, Go here so you can get your maiden and get uh, a horse. The game also doesn't tell you to play the game for like, I think I forgot how many camp sites you have to visit or camps, uh, grace sites, whatever they call that shit. Yeah, the the grace uh, that yeah. you have to visit or if it's tied to your gameplay. But once you hit a certain amount, the chick who gave you your mount will come back and go like, okay, I'm going to take you to the round table, which is like the central hub area where you can buy, um, you can buy weapons, buy armor, buy items, buy incantations. You can strengthen up your uh, weapons at the armory and shit like that, or armaments, as they call it in this game. The game also doesn't tell you that you have to visit a specific church. It's called the Church of L, LL, or something like that. Yeah, I'm an ally. And then, <laughs> and then once you, and then once you get to that church, you have to rest there until nighttime. Once it's nighttime, this witch NPC comes out. And she gives you an item in which you can use to summon and which you can use to summon familiars. So like the game doesn't, the game doesn't tell you like, there's a, there's another church that you can visit in which the game gives you an item where you can start mixing up uh, flasks and stuff like that. You can make your own potions that have uh, certain beneficial effects. The game doesn't tell you that. The game doesn't also doesn't tell you that, Cam got a list. The game also doesn't tell like there's so many. I'm telling you, the game does. It's so much shit that the game just does not fucking tell you that you kind of want to. You kind of want to get because it's like oh shit. You kind of need these things to know what's gonna happen. Like when I first played the game, and I I was like, bro. The wild thing is, is that if you don't get to that campsite to get your mount, nigga, you not leveling up. You really? You oh yeah, that too. Yeah, because that's the, that's the level last. Up. Yeah, that was one of the last. Because the, 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 the chick, the chick, is the, the you have to level up. The chick goes like, "All right, you can, um, now that I'm your maiden, you can use the runes that you got to level up." Because <laughs> I was game definitely also, like, "Yo, I was definitely wondering what's that at the bottom of the screen." I'm like, <laughs> "Ah, bro, bro." I'm like, "Yo, the game also doesn't. It's like, like it is. It's, it's so much." But I'll I'll start with my experience. I ain't gonna lie. I made two big mistakes. I made a mistake in the class that I chose and the item that I chose to bring. I chose a bandit. I don't know why. I chose a fucking bandit. I chose and then my item is I chose the 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 land of great runes. I'm thinking this item is gonna be cold, bro. Cause I didn't know. I'm thinking this item is gonna be cold. All that item does is give you three thousand runes. 
That is fucking shit. Like you, mm-hmm. you like you should have got. I should have got like the golden seed to increase my flask uh, uses, um, the sacred tier so that I can increase the amount of health that I get from my um, health and FP potions. I should have chose the fucking uh, the, the 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 whatever the mage class is so I can get those early incantations to do those ranged attacks. Would have been so much better. I'm not saying the bandit is ass because the bandit is really good at stealth. And that's one mechanic that I abuse the fuck out of in this game. I'm getting them crit strikes one way or another. And it's a good thing, too, because they did add, they did keep one thing from the Dark Souls thing, which is if you circle around an enemy enough times, that nigga go leave his back exposed and you can poke. You feel me? So that shit, I'm saying, saying, bro, that should be lit. Um, But yeah, that's really my biggest negative is the fact that this game expects you to know stuff. That like unless even if you are an explorer type, you can still miss out on a lot of shit if you don't know. Like that the campsite where you get your mount and you're able to fucking level up. If your ass go like, well, the enemies are gonna respawn, so I'll just walk into the next area. And you see that you just big ass ogre drop. And it's like, all right, am I supposed to fight all these niggas? No. The reason why they leave that campsite right there is so that you can get your mount and you can run through them niggas you are not supposed to fight them you're supposed to go straight to the I'm top definitely fighting them. <laughs> like, they be going they they fucking that ogre man i saw that ogre i was like yeah i'm out i'm out bro oh uh, but i will say that there was um i say for my people who are struggling because i needed to get certain attributes another thing the game doesn't tell you is that you need certain attributes to wield certain weapons because as a bandit they give you this shitty fucking knife that sucks. Poking niggas, G. That Walking shit fucking sucks. Poking niggas, G. That's what you're supposed to do. So as soon as I found a great sword, which is actually right by the campsite. In the campsite, yeah. In the campsite, which I found. <laughs> you have to have 16 strength. So I looked up this video. Uh, shout out to, um, I'm going to make sure to credit him, uh, Tag Back TV. Uh, he came out with a guide. Really good guide where... Basically, he shows you where to get um, the potion upgrade where you can start mixing potions so you can create a strength potion. And then there's an area that you can go into the early game that trans- it, it transmits you to this area where there's these imp nigga enemies and each of them drop a thousand room. It's like four of them. Each of them drop a thousand room and there's a campsite nearby so you can rest up and you can keep, keep bringing you know, killing them, back, them and getting room. Them back. There's also another mechanic in the game. You have to be careful, though. You have to use your stuff because the niggas will one shot you. Um, and there's also a mechanic in the game where sometimes enemies have glowing eyes and they drop basically the amount of runes they drop increases. So basically if you kill one of the imps when they have go- like glowing eyes, they give you like 5k runes. Really good shit. So I use that basically to get some of my attributes up so I can u- use the great sword. Um, and then I went to, cause I'm currently at, I'm currently at the castle dungeon in which you do that whole dungeon area to get to the first boss the first real boss one of the niggas who are like the tarnished top guy in the beginning of the story the, yeah the, the tarnished that have a piece of the elden ring basically um so the first in the first sub boss that you beat and that's all i'm saying chris i'm gonna put a video up of me beating him all i'm gonna say is that boss expects you to be a pro i'm talking about if you don't know how to dodge properly if you don't know how to block and counter properly don't worry about parrying you can't parry that boss um if you don't know how to do all of those things if you don't know how to be aggressive 
yet not aggressive. If you don't know how to pick your battles within that boss fight, you are going to fucking die. When I tell you this boss has some of the most bullshit mechanics I have ever seen in a first boss in a game ever, this nigga has this thing. I kid you the fuck not. This nigga has this thing that I call false combo enders in which this nigga does a string of attacks. He ends it. This is the pose he does because he has like a cane. He does this pose and then you walk up to the nigga. This nigga fucking brandishes a fucking magic knife swipes you and does another combo and shit like that so like you literally have to study that nigga to a t this nigga's second phase when he brings out a big ass fucking hammer and just starts swinging that bitch and then he starts wielding these magic uh swords i'm telling you all this that first that first real boss unless you look up a guy you're not beating that nigga without any difficulties don't bother because there is a, a summoning mechanic where you can summon an npc to help you with that boss do not do that because this game has the same thing that when it comes to other previous Dark Souls games, where if you bring somebody into the fight with you, the game increases its health to compensate for the fact that you like, hey, you, you are bringing trying to bring, in, that, uh, you're trying to bring that Japanese nigga to help fight fight like, for you, nigga. You, uh, I was, I would say, <laughs> no, it's it's a random NPC. It's like oh, he's like okay. a I thought raid. it was like Monster Hunter. NPC is borderline. That. The the NPC is mental too, like he's dumb as hell. So like I wouldn't recommend uh, bringing him. Beat the boss on your own. Trust me, way less HP, way less stress. Still a hard ass fight. I'm gonna put it in. I think it took me like the whole fight took me like five minutes, but it the entirety of that fight took me like four hours. So I was in that bitch for a long time, um, and I didn't give up because I ain't no bitch, bro. Because he kept disrespecting me. The way he killed me, it's this one time this nigga fucking did his attack and fucking swung me off the cliff, bro. He pissed me the fuck off. I'm like, I'm not finna take this shit lying down, bro. Like, you killed, you probably killed me like 35 times, but all it takes for me is once, nigga. All I gotta do is beat you once and I'm gonna progress with the game, G. So, that, <laughs> that shit was, shit was in fear, but it, it's like, I, like, I will say the bit, it's, it's a good thing, because like, Dark Souls, it's this feeling that you get when you play a Dark Souls game. Whenever you beat a boss that just been kicking your, it feels so good, bro. You feel so good about yourself, and I and I and I love that feeling of a Dark Souls game. Whenever you run into somebody who's kicking your ass, you beat them. It's like, all right, I'm that nigga. Now let me move on to the first nigga who's gonna beat my ass in this new area. Um, that castle that I'm in currently, um, there is a secret entrance in the castle, um, where if you go down the stairs, if you, it, it's like it takes you to this like dungeon-like area where there are some big ass New York bodega rats. If you drop down even further in the area, and I had first got my ass, it scared the shit out of me too. This big ass tentacle tree monster drops oh, down. <laughs> there is there is no there is no boss music or anything. It's just you just see yourself. So I'm like, all right, you know, it might look big, but it's maybe it's one of those bosses where I can you know I can do some damage. I took a swing. That shit said 200. And his health bar was like decreased by like this much. Nigga, when I tell you I fucking ran my ass off because there's this, there's like on the other side of the monster, there's this big ass ladder that you have to climb up. Cause I'm pretty sure the game is like, you're not gonna be you're not gonna be beating this nigga the first time you get into this area. So I'm climbing that bitch. I'm like, bitch, climb, bitch, climb. <laughs> this nigga, this nigga at the bottom of the ladder doing all these fucking attacks and shit like that. I'm like, bitch, keep your keep climbing, bro. It's so, but I like it though. 
the dungeon areas in this game, there is so much shit to do. It's actually kind of insane. Like, like a lot of people have equated this to being like a big ass Dark Souls game with like many Dark Souls games in between. Cause like those those dungeon areas where you go to defeat the like the first major bosses, they feel like mini Dark Souls. It feels like you're in a Dark Souls area with all these fucking enemies, all these like things that you have to learn that you can do. And it and it and it's very rewarding because you go off to the branching paths, you can get better equipment, better swords, incantations, so much good shit. Um but yeah, I digress with all that. I would say that my overall impressions of the game, I think that um my my favorite is still Sekiro. And I'm gonna keep saying this. From software, the next game that you need to make is Sekiro 2. Fuck all this Dark Souls, Bloodborne bullshit. The next game you need to make is a Sekiro 2. Um, I need that shit. I need my swag back because I swear, I swear to God, Dark Souls characters move like they got a stick up their ass. Um, so I would say that I I would say that if you if you need if you're somebody who can is patient enough to tolerate difficult games, I would say Elden Rings is a game for you. If you're somebody who I'm, I'm telling like Detroit said, when he has no patience for video games, if you do not have the patience to learn that you are going to die, you're going to get your ass kicked, and it's that's the whole point for you to continue to get your ass kicked to learn. This game is not for you. If you're somebody who does not like cryptic bullshit, meaning if you're somebody who prefers a game to kind of guide you along to where you got to go and story-wise and stuff like that, you're not going to like this game. This game does not hold your hand. This game does not tell you where to go. This game does not tell you how to get certain things. You can miss a lot of important shit early on in the game that like actually matter to integral gameplay shit if you don't discover it. So like, if you're somebody who doesn't like that cryptic type, type of gameplay, um, this game is not for you. Uh, I would say that, like, out of all the February games that I played, this is definitely better than Sifu. Like, way better fuck Sifu. Um, and I would say this is probably, like, my third. Because my first is Monarch. My second is Horizon. And I, I would say Elden Ring is, like, my third for this game of the month. So uh, that's pretty much it. If I were to give it an overall rating, honestly... I give it like a six. I think it's above average, but I think that there is, I think that this game's biggest problem is what I said at the beginning is that it expects you to know dark souls. It expects you to know this shit. And like, you can't be, you can't be doing that. So um, I would say that like six out of 10 game is gorgeous. I love the gameplay, but there's too much cryptic bullshit. And uh, Chaz, I'm gonna let you take it real. Can y'all hear me while I'm leaning this way? Yeah, you good. Yeah, you good. Alright. Um Yeah, man. Uh I love it. I love it. I literally just got done playing Dark Souls for like the thousandth time before I downloaded this game. See? <laughs> uh so like I'm I'm used to this. I'm used to the cryptic shit. I'm used to the you literally have to find it out yourself as if you're like really alive in this world. So I'm I'm used to that. Uh I'm low-key fighting this big-ass giant that, you know, popped down, and I just whip his ass. <laughs> Casually. One thing, one thing these motherfuckers do is that 
Yeah. One thing these enemies do that it irritates me, but it's like I'm used to is that when you like they got one percent health left, they bust out some shit that pissy pissy boss mode. That's what I call it. <laughs> and it's not even it's it's not even like um I didn't even get my souls. I could have lost some bitches. Um, but not my souls, my wounds. But um, so I fought two bosses. I fought like the uh I don't know their names. Folks gave me like a flame Drake uh relic or something or talisman. Um. I fought this one boss called the Boreal Watchdog. And folks just move. I don't know if y'all ran into folks, but folks, the way folks was moving, I'm like, yeah, this is an irritating ass boss fight. Cause Buddy ass moves so fast, but he's so stiff. He's like a gargoyle. But when oh, moves, that's like, that yeah. yeah, so I'm like, all right, babe. I know. That's I that know that was that is. cave area that you uh went into day trail. When fucking, you said, um, when you, say, when you got high. <laughs> That cave area. That's the. That bitch terrified. I almost shit myself. Let me get off this game, bro. Man, this bitch screaming and shit, bro. I thought I had to mute the party. This bitch scared. Um, dang, he just respawned too. Yeah. Um, what I'm say, but no, I, I, so far I like the game. I don't know if I will like it more than Dark Souls Three because that was just my shit. First of all. I, I like the Souls games because they got like a lot of berserk references. So like I'm hella biased you, when it comes to it. Did they, you they see that? This one oh, got some on too. Did you did you see that? Uh, I, I already know about the Femto Prisoner shit. Did you see that oh, one yeah. loading screen where it shows this wolf, like this dark wolf nigga holding a great sword yeah. like that? I was like, that's yeah. guts, bro. <laughs> exactly. And then they also got a. They have another sword that looks just like guts. I was, it looks it looks like his sword from the Golden Age art. I was seeing you the know, video to know. get that shit, bro. I found it. I found the video to find out. See, you think I wasn't finna get this? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, seeing the video to get that shit. I'm doing two playthroughs. I'm doing one where like I made a guts character and I made obviously I did a Griffith one. So I'm I'm gonna be playing like both, but I'm gonna take my time with it. Like that's how I played when I first played Dark Souls. I really just because I like RPGs, so you really just go and explore shit and you kind of like uncover shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, so like the cryptic shit and stuff like that, like in Dark Souls, you had to like, let's say you got an item and you're like, what the fuck does this item do? You have to like read like the lore of the item and you uncover the story basically yourself. There's no cutscenes that like tell the story oh, and yeah, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Like. And personally, I kind of, I, I kind of fucked with it. You know what I'm saying? And like, you're right. Once you, when you beat a boss, it's very rewarding, and very satisfying. Um, especially if that motherfucker was giving you hell. Like, Boy. I love Dark Souls three, but there are some enemies that piss me the fuck off. To the even when I speed run it, even when I speed run it, I skip them enemies, bro. Like, like, uh, what's his name? Champion Gundir, bro. I do not fight him, bro. I fucking hate that <laughs> boss fight. I hate that boss fight. And the thing about it is like, I like how this game is the same mechanics, but it's just a a more smoother version of it. Because yeah. some of the reasons why I didn't like Souls-like games is because they try to imitate the type of difficulty that is like the mechanics in Dark Souls, but it just comes off as you handicapping the player just to say it's challenging. But like I'm used to the Dark Souls mechanics, like going around the right side of the enemy until you can like stab him in the back. Also, it's way more smoother to parry on this game. I never parried in Dark Souls because it just wasn't my thing. But I might end up trying that shit out in this game because it's a lot more hey, smoother. More and you could counter attack. 
you can counterattack too. So they give yeah, you a that, lot more that mechanic through. is yeah. you're going to use that a lot in the, the first. When you get to Margaret Chaz, you're going to use that a lot. It's, a, it's you, a lot more like the boss fights. It's a lot more immersive than Dark Souls games because Dark Souls is like, oh, it's the challenging boss. You fight it, you get satisfaction from beating it. But it's a lot more immersive when you're doing these boss fights. Like it's high obtain, like, and you can oh, fucking yeah. jump. I'm like, oh my god, I forgot to say that, bro. This is next level shit, bro. I'm like, like in Dark Souls, you, can you, have to, you have run. to run and hit L3 to fucking jump, and it's really just to get items in a way. But like in here, it's more of a Combat. combat strategy. Yeah. It's, like, it's literally if this one mechanic they took from Sekiro is the fact that you can fucking jump. <laughs> bro, I'm like, you ain't from something, bro. I'm like, this shit is crazy. I'm jumping fucking, uh, what you call that? You know you can jump and attack niggas? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of actually cheese the hell out of that. Yeah, they that's, said that jumping and attacking is, is really good. That's uh, I do level. need to go, I do need to, to, to for cousin to run me through the gauntlet, because I want, bro, you Goku in me, folk. Just say, I ain't no bitch. <laughs> I ain't no bitch. Dude. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you this. When they right said, now. when they said, like it's a good game to get you into like the Souls games. I'm think. I think they meant like they provide you with a lot more to work with to get used to it. Because like if you yeah. let's say you yeah. boot up Dark Souls and you say oh, I'm gonna get into it, they're gonna pulverize your ass and they're gonna pulverize you in here too. But you have a lot more to like to work with. Because like I didn't even notice. They give you a lot more tutorials in there. They don't give you shit in Dark Souls, bro. You get like a message that say, "Hey, uh, press R two to attack," and they just leave you. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that first, and that first, that first boss will literally Jordan air sound you, bro, and not and not give a fuck about it. G. Ask BC. That should happen to him. That video. So like in here, once you get in, once you get into that cave, first of all, that first boss smacked the fuck out of me. I was in the cut scene. I thought I was like, damn, I ain't never just die like that. But you supposed to die. Yeah. Well, then yeah, when you get into that cave. And you you talk to that little ghost or whatever. He said jump down and you jump down. It's a whole tutorial. Of shit. Yeah, that's the tutorial. Yeah. I was I'm like, was I was I was like, all right, cool. I kind of I fuck with it. It was decent because you like you end up back where you started off at, and like now you know like you know how to maneuver through the shit. So I'm like, all right, that was something new. Um, but like overall, I I, I really fuck with it, bro. I'm definitely gonna be playing the hell out this game. Yeah. All right. And uh, uh, right now. I forgot to mention the story because you know that nigga J. George R. R. Martin did the shit right, so you know yeah, he helped uh, out with with some of it. And, and story wise, Miyazaki, whatever his name is, I would say that this might this will probably be the best story in the Soulsborne because it's not cryptic. Uh, awaken Ashen One, reignite the first flame, all this bullshit that I like, okay, that I got to read up on. And like, like I said before, I love RPGs, but if it's one thing I hate doing, I don't, if you give me walls of text and I got to read those walls of text to understand anything, it's a wrap, bro. It's like, it's like day trail when it comes to the circle button, when it comes to heavy cutscenes, that's an instant circle for me, bro. I don't like that shit. It was, this, it was the same thing I was talking about when Destiny came out. And in order to like understand a lot of the destiny shit, you had to like read the lore cards and shit like that on a different website. Why, why, why am I doing that? Why am I doing that? Put the shit in the game through cutscenes, through talking to NPCs, to interactions with enemies. I shouldn't have to read a book in your game to understand what the fuck is going on. I hate that shit. Uh, but it doesn't. It doesn't look like there's a lot of that in Elden Ring because like I can kind of understand to an extent what I'm supposed to be doing. 
killing all these niggas to get the Elden Ring so that I can become the Elden Lord. Sounds good. Sounds good enough to me. So <laughs> I don't know about my immersion though. Like when I tell you that first, that the Margaret left such a sour taste in my mouth because <laughs> I fucking hated that nigga to the point where I'm like, because I know that like Dark Souls have like different endings and shit like that. So if Elden Ring has an ending where I fucking smash that ring and kill everybody, I'm going for it. Cause fuck that. It shit. probably will. Cause Dark Souls, Dark Souls is like that. It was like three endings. If it, if it's a if it's an ending where I can fucking smash that shit and everybody in the it's world kind of just the, it's explodes. kind of the same thing a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause like um, in Dark Souls three, you could either become like you can become the and you enter the age of darkness. You can usher in the age of darkness. Like, there's no more uh, bonfires to ignite. Like, you stop that whole cycle, or you can um. Or you can reignite it and keep the cycle going. It's uh, I, I forgot what the, what the um the third one though, but it's a lot of different endings. I feel like they're gonna have a decent decent amount of endings. But the story is decent so far from what I've seen. Um, but yeah, I I would say all in all, I think judging from all of our reactions, you can tell game is hard as shit. If that's what you into, then get Elden Ring. If not, probably should be playing Elden Ring. <laughs> Pretty much. This game is crazy, man. I'm over here doing my uh, RPG shit. You know, I'm always, like, exploring shit, bro. I don't know if y'all found that big-ass dragon, but folks came down from out the clouds, bro. I'm like, I'm not going to fight you, bro. <laughs> I, I picked the uh, deprived class, so all I had was a club. <laughs> I ain't oh, had no boy. clothes. Like, I, yeah, just got right. some <laughs> I just found some clothes and a sword. A helmet. A helmet just dropped for me from kind of one of these fucking nice dudes, bro. Not nice. I'm like, I'm not about to fight you know, this big ass niggas. dragon. I'm gonna go back and fight him. You already know, but not right now, bro. This nigga before we before we wrap this up, this nigga TBH, bro. Funniest shit ever. He was streaming this yesterday. This nigga TBH went into the first uh the the Margaret boss fight. <laughs> he was level eight. He was the he was the default class for the mage class. And he didn't he didn't level up or nothing. Like his chat was saying, like, what level are you? You should like at least be like a decent enough level before you I mean you could beat him, but like you at least want to have some of your attributes up so you can have an easier time. He's like, he's like, I didn't level. I didn't level up yet. The chat was like, nigga, what the you fuck? skipped the whole <laughs> Look, man. Look, you skipped, he skipped the whole what you'll call it, G. He no, he got he scene. got his mount, he just didn't level up. Oh, he didn't go to the. He didn't see level up on the screen. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't use his <laughs> rooms to level up. Oh, uh, I thought he was. He wasn't farming them or something like that. He just didn't. No, move. he didn't. No, he didn't. Know, he didn't after level that up. cut scene, like you, you, sh you sitting at the what you call it with shorty ass, and then you should be like, you can, you can level up now. I'll help you level up. Yeah, like there's literally a level, level up, up option. And I was like, I didn't see that before, and I can <laughs> X on that so fast. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. But yeah, we can, we can move on. Shout out to yeah. So, but shout out to uh, shout out to uh, from software. You guys ah. did what you're supposed to do, G. Like, you made a triple A title of your already sweaty ass series, G. So shout out to y'all. Um, but yeah. So I'm also curious to see how long it takes to, uh, people to beg them to put a, a easy difficulty too. But different story. Different I'm day. pretty sure the articles they, are they already. already. I don't know if I don't know if it was Margaret because I didn't get to that boss yet. But it's one of them where they realize how hard that boss was and they patch. I don't know if it was a patch or an update or something, but they give you an item where you could chain it down for a certain amount of time. 
and uh like it's i think it bro i think because i think i saw a tag I, I i think tag back i think he put a video saying like get this item to make the yeah <laughs> i got my client i got my client of the week you mean to tell me i was struggling with this bitch for like four hours dying all this time and y'all niggas he was that hard to the point where y'all made a fucking item to help with the boss fight <laughs> Yeah. I fucked so, and, and I, I, I swear to God, bro, it wasn't my saltiness. It wasn't me being angry. I swear to God, I was literally in this boss fight going like, bro, this has got to be one of the most poorly designed first bosses I have played in a video game. Because I don't know if y'all go, go into that fight without the item, but I'm t- this nigga is literally, you have, to, you have to play perfect. And I know a lot of Dark Souls shit, you, it's, some, it's something similar, but like, I'm telling you, you cannot make any mistakes with that with the Margaret boss fight. You cannot. <laughs> no, or yeah, else you are gonna sure. fucking die. If you go in there with a low level with a shitty ass weapon, you're done, bro. Like you, you, you have to go into that shit like a Dark Souls pro, basically. And if you don't, you go have a shitty time. So I recommend y'all look up that video, get that item, G. Get right. the fucking item. <laughs> well, yeah, so that's Elden Ring. Shout, like I said, once again, from software, shout out to y'all. Uh Chaz, uh you can skedaddle if you want. We're gonna move on. Appreciate you being on, joining us with your uh, Dark Souls expertise of how to operate in this game. But um, so yeah, right, so y'all. going into news, uh, well, since we on gaming, might as well just continue on gaming. Uh, what we got here? PlayStation. Oh well, yeah, PlayStation Plus games for next month will be. What was I just literally had the damn thing? Uh, right, peace out. Was, all right. Team Sonic Racing, Ghost Runner, and Ark Survival. But Ghost of Tsushima is the highlight here. So shout out to but that. that's only but well, the that legend, the the multi- online. The online. That's the only yeah. the multiplayer stuff. Yes. Yeah, so. Now I, honestly though, I would say I would say uh, Ghost Runner is another I, I've seen little bits of that game and that game looks decent. I don't know if I'm gonna really play it. But that game does, from what I saw, because I think Afro Sinju uploaded like a couple videos on it, and it looked pretty interesting. It's like one of those, um, like Mirror's Edge type games, mm. with a little bit of like action in there. So um, that's pretty decent. I and I think I, I'm obviously gonna see about that uh, Team Sonic Racing because you know Sonic. Oh, ain't the movie coming out next month too? I think so. Hey, the irony. Shout out to that marketing. Hey, perfect marketing. They're like, we got to throw a Sonic game in here. Uh, this one. <laughs> but yeah, so those are your PlayStation Plus games for the next month. Uh, what else we got? Call of Duty. It's taking a year off. There won't be a Call of Duty for this year, I believe. So the next, yeah, yeah so the, the next one won't be coming out to 2023. So good. Take good. a, fu- yeah, learn, learn something from yourselves. They already Bro. said recently. We screwed up with Warzone, and we broke the game. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, you admitted that you added so much shit, and then it realized you put the coding is fucked. They though they literally said verbatim, "We fucked up." Yeah, I was like, okay, so their Activision. Well, I want to put this on Activision. The developers, because it's literally a group of developers for Call of Duty, realized we need to take a year off, focus on what we already have, and fix it. Which is smart. Shout out to them. They're learning. Um, Honestly, 
if this works out in their favor, let's say, because I think they said that they, uh, I think they said that the next one's going to be like a, a remake of Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, that's or like, it's going to be a continuation of the 2019 Modern Warfare as far as like the story shit. Yeah. Um, I would say that if this works out, like say for instance, this call that they take a year off, and this next Call of Duty ends up being like the Black Ops 2 or the original uh, Modern Warfare of like this generation. I hope that the shareholders in Activision, uh, Sledgehammer Games, Treyarch, Infinity Ward, Whoever. they all realize that like, hey, listen. Just stick to I it. I would say, I would say stick to it. I would even say make it three years, three year cycle, a three year cycle of, of Call of Duty. You know, you focus heavily on those games and then, the, and then the next three years, you come out with another one. Exactly. Plus, you, you still have Warzone going. I'm about to say, yeah, Warzone show you can have a long development cycle with video games. Yeah. Warzone, no different, really, from Blackout. And then I just look at your contemporaries. Like, look at your, look at Apexes. Look at the Battlefield series, unfortunately, that they can go in long, well, Battlefield definitely can go in a long development cycle with their core fan base still playing games. People to this day still play Battlefield 4. You, you can find lobbies. They might be a little bit you know, a little smidge of Yeah, Battlefield One definitely. They made Battlefield Five on place free for PlayStation, and I guess you know, EA is partnering with Xbox, so they most likely free on there too. My nigga, play all the time. You will, you will find games on there. You're gonna have a long development cycle. They're just greedy in terms of wanting money because it sells all the time. But it's a bunch of bad press going into your games though, and slowly but surely that bad press. Motherfuckers is not gonna buy. You you have a dead multiplayer system. Without crossplay, your multiplayer your multiplayer will be horrible. Yeah. Without crossplay, your multiplayer will be absolute garbage. Nobody will play it. So that's another reason why it's never gonna be exclusive. Because uh, nobody will ever play a multiplayer. It's just so much money into making that thing cross cross platform. But Warzone is their bread and butter. That's their bread winner. That's what everybody plays. People got systems just to play Warzone, which is insane. Um so I will definitely say um going to uh like going into this next cycle just just polish it man polish it because at the end of the day it's a legendary franchise we joke we kid it's garbage legendary franchise they got classics come on call of duty war that war my nigga call of duty one and two if niggas know let me tell you Yo, the bitches fire. Let me tell y'all something. No, they I are. Know bitch, not they are. Too many times. Them hoes fire. All right. Like, um, you got um, Black Ops Two, Black Ops One. Two. The, like Black Ops One is a legendary game in Black culture, my nigga. It's hard it to is. get them type of games. It's not that many. You can't like set a dress. <laughs> so like, you got that's a legendary game in Black culture. Black Black Ops Two, legendary. Black Ops Three, where all the rest of the Call of Duties was bad. Black Ops 3 held a lot of Man. niggas down. Held us the held fuck down. a lot down. of niggas Wait. down. Um, so, Legendary PlayStation party moments, G. <laughs> Modern Warfare 2, not even a multiplayer. The fucking Black Ops missions or the, the whatever the bitches was insanely hard. Oh, Spec Ops, insanely, yeah. Spec Ops was hard but fun. Um, the the the, the uh, story mode on Modern Warfare Two, fire. No um, so it's a legendary gaming franchise. We're not just saying that shit because it's God. Like it's legendary. So yeah, yeah. take some time. 
But it's crazy. That's the first time they're going out from a yearly cycle. <laughs> Excuse me, since 2003. 2003. Yeah. That's almost <laughs> 20 years. Yeah, that's insane. That's crazy. But yeah, I think so. it's needed though. So it is. I'm, I'm hoping because I don't, I don't, I don't like preying on people's downfall unless it's like big suits at these companies who are fucking assholes. Uh, but I want to see Call of Duty do good again. Like, if this next Call of Duty can get me back into playing first-person, multiplayer, first-person shooter games, I'm all for it, bro. So I'm hoping that this year off, you do good, bro. I'm hoping. Yep, that's all we ask for. Like, love yourselves. Love your series. Put love into your series, plain and simple. Uh, Anything else for gaming? Oh, Cam, uh, you could talk about Android 21 on Fighters uh, real quick. Yeah, just going to be like, two minutes uh so 21 andrew 20 came out on fighters uh i mean it's really nothing big i'm not gonna lie like she's she came out on the 24th uh she's 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 okay like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna uh i don't know it's weird it's one of those things where like i don't want to get into like tinfoil hats but i'm really hoping that they announce a fighter pass three or season pass three because i'm gonna be i'm gonna keep it a buck if she's the last character that's ever gonna come out in fighters shit is trash yeah she like her her kid is nasty her kid is nasty it's disgusting um i don't do the i don't do the tear shit because i'm not a i got a life um but if i guess she'd be like an easy s tier or a tier whatever they want to call it uh but yeah she but her kit is pretty i wouldn't say it's 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 like standard it's standard but it has like a little bit of an edge compared to a lot of their other dlc a lot of the other dlc characters um a lot of her combos i would say a lot of her attacks are like strings so like if you've ever played a fighting game, you know if you tap the square button, it's like a light punch. Tap the square, the, the triangle button. It's a, it's a, it's a, a medium, circle. Speaking for PlayStation controllers, it's a heavy attack. Or Android Twenty One has like a lot of attacks that are like, you press triangle and she does two hits instead of one. Uh, you press square, um, um, air, air, uh, light, and she does two attacks instead of one. So like she has a lot of extenders within her combos that you can do she has some nasty combos like i saw some uh some of her tod's which is um touch of death for those who don't know basically meaning one shot uh kill like you touch you touch an opponent once and you're going into a combo that is going to result in their death that's what uh, tod means um she has a she has like <laughs> my favorite attack though is um she does this attack where she slams her heels on the ground and you can use that as like a combo extender it's kind of fucking hilarious uh, she has her. She has two level threes. One, one is like the one that uh the Majin Twenty One does, where she slams you on the ground and she does this like a beam attack. And she has this other one, which, hey, big ups to fighters for the JoJo reference, where she does a straight fucking Dio pose and then does like a um a combo. Rawest shit ever, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I love it. Um, but yeah, I don't. Eh. It's like one of those things where she didn't, she it's not she's not a character that would bring me back into fighters. Like I the I played her for like an hour in training mode, 
and I was done. You know what I'm saying? I spent $6 for an hour in training mode is what it is. Um, she didn't, she's not a person that makes me go like, hey, you know, I'm going to go back on ranked or I'm going to hop back on and, and really get back into fighters. She doesn't do that for me. So, mm-hmm. I mean, do I recommend you buy her if you're into, like, if you're still playing fighters to this day and age, I'm pretty sure you're going to get her because <laughs> she's technically more content for the game. And she's another character that you can try out on ranked, even though you're going to be flooded with uh, Android 21 uh, lab coat mirror matches. So go crazy on that. But that's it for 21. I wasn't impressed, but she's a cool character. Like I, said, I didn't even know they even still dropping characters. I thought they were done. So I, we thought we thought it was, too. But then they because I think they announced her towards the end of last year. Oh, and then oh. they did like during their the Dragon Ball battle hour stuff. That's when they showcased her. But a lot of people are saying that this has to lead into because they they said when Super Saiyan 4 goes you to drop that this is the this is it. This is the last character that's supposed to be in fighters. But then they dropped 21. So now a lot of mm-hmm. people are speculating that she's kind of gonna be the carryover of like if they drop a fighters pass three, which I would love because instead of just trying to force a fighters two, just keep adding on to what you already have. I'm honestly expecting if they do decide to do a season three, it's probably going to be a next gen update with characters. That would be my I would, assumption. This, this, this is, this is what, this is what will bring me back into fighters. They announced a fighter pass two with a next gen update and roll back net code. If you give me next gen update, Rollback netcode online, like every Everybody other starts fresh. dude. You have you have games like fucking Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, one a, a dead ass game. Nobody fucking plays that game anymore. It I, I'm pretty sure it does get some tournament, some underground tournament shit here and there, but like nobody talks about Cross Tag Battle. That game got recently, like this year, got an update with Rollback netcode. So if those games can get it. This is like, yo, Arc System, Bandai Namco. This is like your biggest competitive, one of your biggest competitive fighting games that's still going on strong to this day. Mm-hmm. Add rollback netcode to it and then give us some characters. And I think you're good to go. Like if you can make you can make this the last one and then you can drop fighters too in like a year or so. Yeah. That's that my sense. Thing. Uh let's see. That's it for gaming. Uh well, this transition to gaming. So, Nier is getting an anime. Uh, you could talk about that as well, Cam. Yeah, it was um, a recent, uh, I think it was an interview, I believe, that came out where they essentially confirmed that they've been working on a near uh, near automata, not um, not near replicate, like the first near game. They're working on a near automata uh, anime. Uh, with 2B and all this other stuff. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm very, very curious as to the direction of the game. Because if you play Nier Automata, you know that there are multiple branching paths and multiple endings. So I'm wondering like how they're, what they're going to do for that. I'm curious as to what ending they're going to choose. Like what they, what do they consider the canon ending for near because that's typically what they do when it comes to animes video games that get adapted into anime that have like multiple endings is that they usually go for the canon ending of what they think it is so 
I think it should be good. Um, looking forward to it. I don't know when it's going to come out or anything like that. The article just said that they're confirmed to be working on it. So I will keep you guys updated if I get news here and there. All right. And then Classroom of the Elite is getting a season two finally after many, many years. Uh, first season broadcast in 2017. So that just shows in itself Nigga. That, that bullying works. <laughs> Bro. That shit, that that that's so fucking wild, bro. Like that see that came out like the year after I graduated high school. <laughs> like as it's just that's the, that's so wild that it, it took this long to get a season two. And I think the I think the light novel is over. Um I believe and I, so. I heard that the first the season was really, said. it was really well it's still ongoing. Hold on. I could have sworn oh, it done. ended. I, no, I believe it's done. Yeah, yeah. One article I remember you said it's done. This one says it's done too. So, Yeah. Like, I remember hearing that the first season was really well received. So it was kind of like when we get in that season two. Uh, shout out to Miles too, by the way. Uh, our Miles homie Miles. Miles put, me on, Miles put me on uh, a Classroom of the Elite. And it was like one of the most enjoyable watches that I had. Back then when I was watching, I was like, man, this is really, really great. And they ended off on such a fucking bombshell of a cliffhanger when the main character was like, yeah, fuck all y'all. <laughs> like, I'm in it to win it. I don't consider none of y'all my classmates. I don't consider none of y'all my companions. I'm in this bitch to win and I'm using y'all. I'm like, I was like, what the fuck? And then I did read a little bit of the light novel afterward, like a little bit to kind of see what the next arc is going to be about. Still be some good shit. Um, not not going to spoil, but I'm really happy that uh, it's getting a season two. Definitely going to be one of my more anticipated anime. Did they say when it's supposed to come out? Like maybe next year or something like that? No, no official time frame, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's in the 2022, I mean 2023 time frame. No later than 2024. Yeah, I would say like, I'd say 2020. (laughs) Big ass. Big ass. You mute it. You mute it. I try to get something that wasn't the, you know, extendo meat, no homo. Pause. That's called the fat shack, boy. They trying to get you fat, boy. That's probably the <laughs> most unfat thing they have. Yeah. <laughs> See? It <laughs> probably is. I'm like, I know they had sandwiches. Over That's there. wild. That's wild. That is. Yeah, I tried to pick something that wouldn't put me in cardiac arrest. Oh, this boy. shit would be saucy, so who knows? Boy, that should look greased up. What the is most. that? A steak sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, huh? Nick, <laughs> he just he said, hey, look. All right, so, so so Peep Classroom and Elite Season 2 will be dropping soon. If you have not watched the first If you season, haven't watched it, I would definitely recommend you yeah, watch it. Check it out. It's season. on Crunchyroll, so probably on Funimation. And it's on Funimation, too. Yep, so it's on both Funimation and Crunchyroll, so check it out. How many episodes? 12? 12. More yeah. likely, yeah, it's a smooth oh, 12. That's a, that's a Fortnite. I got y'all. He <laughs> said, so that's a <laughs> But, yeah, then... Onto the slight manga news, uh, Haikyuu is getting a one shot. So, uh, pretty much an update on what is going on with our favorite volleyball uh, homies uh, in current life. So that'll be coming during out. a pandemic. That should kind of be hilarious, bro. That'll be life. fucked up. <laughs> so yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> Hinata, <laughs> he's currently 
stuck in Japan playing uh, pro Japanese niggas and shit because COVID is very much real. They gonna be the depressed boy. It'd be funny as hell if he just shows a depressed Hinata because <laughs> he can't play volleyball that effectively. He can't, of, exactly, uh, he can't travel the world. <laughs> he that can't travel the world to play volleyball. All I'm gonna say is this, bro. Stop, stop fucking playing with me, Haikyuu. Stop fucking playing me with this little soft shit like one shots and give me a fucking season five. Yeah, uh, we need that. that yeah, Loki. I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, Haikyuu has not even gave us a hint that season bro, five is dropping soon. Bro, we 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 we. I don't wanna. I don't wanna be like hunter hunter niggas. You you can't you can't do me like this, bro. About to do not do not do do not do not let me go. I don't want to experience well, what the niggas experience. Well, finished though. So yeah, Haikyuu's actually finished. But but it's radio like that, bro. That that nigga does not say shit about Hunter Hunter, bro. It's radio silence when it comes to season five, bro. Them niggas ain't say shit at all. They're like, you hey, you want to get a one shot about them? What they're what they be doing in twenty twenty two? It's like, no, nigga, I want to see them finish up the goddamn spring tournament. Please, <laughs> like, damn. They, they only gave last season. They only gave us one game. I was like, fuck that one game. G. They gave us two, a a mini game. In betwixt the the actual real game, but yeah, give us season five. I said, already, it I said again, your favorite anime can never hold season doing this one fight. Your favorite anime, well, maybe Dragon Ball, but that's neither here nor there. But one game, fire. Didn't even feel, didn't even feel like a whole fucking season. Okay. And it was cold. Let me let me not go there, folks. So I'm, start, I'm gonna start ruffling feathers. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, man. Also, update uh, Hunter Hunter niggas. It's been a, it's been exactly eleven. I mean, no, one thousand one hundred and eighty-eight days since you uh, haven't had a chapter. I'm sorry, G. I ain't go listen. I don't listen. Look, G. look. All I'm gonna say is wrap it up, G. Like, if you a Hunter Hunter fan, realistically, my biggest advice to you, if you want any semblance. Like I said before, any semblance of what's going on in the Hunter Hunter series so far, go ahead, get you an Xbox Series X or get you Game Pass on the PC. They got Dragon Quest Eleven on there. <laughs> Download that bitch, play that shit. And then when we get the announcements for what's going to happen in Dragon Quest Twelve, go ahead, pre-order you the best edition possible. Uh, go on Twitter and spam that nigga's account to stream the game live. And maybe, just maybe, when he's playing Dragon Quest Twelve on stream, he go drop some hints about, hmm, I should put that in Hunter Hunter. That's that, there you go. <laughs> like, man, that's man, how y'all go get it. G. My man's look, man, you gonna get the stream of that nigga? He's sitting flat on his back playing Dragon Quest, my nigga. Boy, holding he, his back, not, counting checks. A thousand and, episodes, G. Hey, y'all might as well make that petition to get uh to get his wife. To take over the series, <laughs> look, man, it's about to be twelve hundred days real soon, man. Twelve hundred days real soon. All I'm, all I'm gonna say is, if that bitch reached two thousand G, I, 
I like super wrap it up, G. Like, <laughs> like wrap that shit up. Look, man. Look, if it gets to for it to get to two thousand, ooh, dumb, dumb, gee, we're like a few years away. If that man does not make it at that point. If if he don't make a chapter this year, wrap that shit up, wrap it up, <laughs> wrap it up. Like, gee, that man is counting Sailor Moon checks and playing Dragon Quest. He is pleased oh, at peace fine, with life. Bro. Nigga, chilling. Exactly. And now, he speak- made and he made an uh, escape room game, bro. So he collected royalty checks after the escape room game, bro. It's over with. Gee, he is <laughs> living life. He is good. Have anybody ever interviewed this nigga? Not in recent. Oh. Not in recent. I feel like years. I feel like he I feel like he would turn down every interview because he knows what be they're like going to ask. It's going to be like a valve situation. Togashi most recent interview. Because you know how like you know how like with Valve when it comes to like uh, Half Life and shit like that, yeah, like they, they always they ask. They always like they they like that nigga Gabe literally goes like. I'm not gonna talk about Half Life Three. I'm not gonna talk about Half Life. Every time that nigga gets interviewed, bro, he's like, I'm not talking about Half Life. I feel like if you interview Togashi, he's gonna be like, I'm not talking about Hunter Hunter. Stop asking me about Hunter Hunter. His last interview was like in 2018. <laughs> Did he say anything about Hunter Hunter? That was the last. That was around the last time he wrote a chapter. It was 2018. Yeah. Yeah, he not taking no interviews, bro. I'm telling you, that nigga not taking no interviews. <laughs> that nigga don't want to be you go, bothered. You go talk to his, you go talk to his press uh, secretary or whatever before you, if you get an interview, and they're literally gonna tell you, do not say anything about Hunter Hunter, or you, the interview will be over, and we it's will sell everything. Immediately cut short, my nigga. <laughs> immediately. Wait, but speaking of manga's ending, people finishing the job. Dr. Stone will be ended in the next couple of weeks. It's on its uh it's wrapping up with Dr. Stone. So that's on its final two chapters. And Fire Force has recently ended, I think a week or two ago. And yep. pretty much which co- the the last chapter confirmed it's in the same universe. It's as, in the uh, same universe as Soul Eater. So okay, which so this is not me. I'm gonna say something real quick. Go ahead. This is not me down in that Fire Force chapter. I think it, I think it's amazing. I can't say it was amazing because I didn't read everything and have context of what's going on because I'm I want to be anime only. So, but I want to say this right. That shit does not equate magnificent writing just because they're connected to two universes. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It does. I want to tell you something. It does not. I'm not. A, <laughs> I, I, I say this just to say this. People gotta understand that there's some shit called the bare minimum. Of what you can do with something, and that's what that is. Just connect. It's one. It's one fan steerized the whole entire time. It's connected. Like so, please don't start going around and talking about how he's such a better writer than so and so. Because he connected to universes together. Get checked. You will get checked. I will check you, bro. You will get checked. (laughs) (laughs) I will say this also, just because you don't have to power scale his son. It's over, bro. Like, please. Let this thing live a great life cycle of having a a great beginning and a great end. Don't start making it something that ain't, because you will start getting mad when people check on your favorite anime. So um, I'm looking forward also to the anime, because now they can go full gung fucking hole, because they got an ending. That's why I think that's when anime is at its fucking best, when they ain't got to worry about shit. It's at its fucking ending. So the animation about to go crazy. The, the story is probably going to be a little more con- concise. 
So let's fucking go. Yeah. Hey, Shout out to them niggas. Oh yeah, to Doctor Stone. I don't watch it no more. So congratulations. Yeah, big up to Doctor Stone, bro. Shout out to that. Um, I'm, I'm gonna check out the last chapter just to see if this nigga actually made it to modern society. Um, I read a re- I read <laughs> the most scraper. recent chapter. Look, G. All I'm gonna say is, G. I don't know how, but this nigga wild. <laughs> I don't know how. I'm not gonna say nothing right now. But the fact that they got to where they got at, I was like, G. Applause. Boy, Senku, that boy, that boy Senku gonna be revered as a god. Um, but yeah, on the on that soul uh, that, on the soul leader fire force stuff, I'm telling you the 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 main reason why I'm saying it's not like holy shit, you're an amazing writer is because. People seem to forget that the Soul Eater universe also connects to Soul Eater Not, which is the biggest piece of fucking garbage I've ever seen in my life. Um, If you don't know what Soul Eater Not is, it's in the fucking title. It's not Soul Eater. It's supposed to stand for some acronym or something else. But when I tell you that series was utter garbage, so it connected to it connected to Soul Eater also means it connects to Soul Eater not, and that shit was trash. Um, but I mean, we even got it at the end of season two, right? Like when we saw the moon, like everybody at that point was like, "Oh, it's in, a, it's in the um, Soul Eater universe." My whole thing is, I don't want to spoil myself on this. Are they saying it's a prequel or a sequel to Soul Eater? Because there's a prequel. lot of shit that happens in what Soul Eater. Yeah, they saying it's a prequel. He, and they gonna have to explain that shit. They, 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 he go that ending has to tell me how the fuck what happens in Fire Force it connects it, to Soul it actually, And this is what uh, he tapped it in really well. From what I heard from niggas on TikTok, he tapped it in really well until how, because apparently, so what I mean by that, apparently like Shinra got that fucking powerful, and it's it led up to this point, right? It's not just like ass pool. That he created that universe. Shimmer himself created that universe. It, okay, it, all right. I'm going to see this shit. <laughs> that, it leads up to it. So I'm going to have, have to watch. see that shit. But like Shinra, Shinra becomes that powerful. I don't know how he becomes that powerful, but everything is warranted, I believe. So Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to tune in for that shit. Yeah, he becomes that's that. Be, like, that's when, be can I tell you, like, the power scale in the community got fucking annoying because sh- what Shinra became? Oh, Shinra can beat everybody now, but you know, yeah. It, uh, that shit. Yeah, it, he he got that powerful, so. And, and correct us if we're wrong, but Shinra created that universe. Oh, so then I gotta blame. So okay, so then I can blame Shinra for Soul Leader not, bitch yes, ass nigga. You yeah, you. you... <laughs> that nigga created Soul Leader not, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Shinra definitely just fell on my <laughs> fell off my protagonist list just because of that. And I tell you, I, I I fucking hate Soul Eater. Not I tell you, if you are a Soul Eater fan and you haven't heard of Soul Eater, not that's a good thing. But if you want to lose faith in humanity and you want to lose, if you want, because like I know a lot of people like to meme about like, oh, fairy tale is the worst thing ever, or Sword Art Online is the worst thing ever. I'm telling you, nothing holds a candle to Soul Eater, not bro. That shit is garbage. That's effed up. But uh, next garbage, where I went top of garbage, Young Justice season, what is it, season four? Mid-season trailer dropped two weeks ago, and we didn't give a fuck. I found it, and I was like, oh, I didn't it know. About two weeks ago, I thought it dropped this week because he no, posted it. two weeks. 
I looked. I was like, "How did we miss this?" <laughs> exactly. That's how, gee. That just shows in itself what they did to that series. For any Justin fans that listen to us, one, I appreciate you too. I guess I say somewhat sorry, even though I'm not sorry. A lot of people, a lot of people like that season. I don't know how. Hey, go crazy, bro! Like go it. crazy. I don't. Know. I was looking at the comments on YouTube. I was like, bro, they were like, this is the best animated thing that has ever happened. I'm like, like cat. Oh my god, cat. So much cat. <laughs> so much fucking cat. Like, I'm so glad that they took this off of Cartoon Network. I'm not. Because them Cartoon Network seasons blow this one out the fucking water. And then some. Season one is so goaded, bro. Like, I can't. It makes me sad when I go back and watch season one and compare it to what we got now. So bad. Like, come on. Um, but so based off what I saw in the trailer, uh, looked like we're actually going to get a somewhat of a linear storyline now. It, at least it seems. I don't get Dark it. Side, po- Dark Side pops up a fair amount of times. If so, he does not kill niggas in this season, bro, this shit is trash. I'm just look, I'm just hopeful Dark Side does dark side things because it's needed at this point. It's needed. And this nigga Garfield is still depressed, bro. Oh and fuck that yeah. Look, like I said on previous episodes, he is Garfield until further notice. If you don't know who Garfield <laughs> is by his first name, by I mean by his uh real name, Beast Boy. But he's Garfield because he acting like a little bitch. And I'm tired of it. Yes, mental health is important. But, bro, you turn into a goddamn... At this point, now he, he can turn to like, anything he want. And you act like a like, bitch. Like, like, bro, like, bro, like, keep it a buzz, G. I'm, I, I'm so sick and tired of fucking teenage drama. Uh, teenage superhero drama, nigga. You got powers. Fuck fuck is you talking about? Like, bro. One thing, bro, like, nigga, it's way... It's niggas on your team that went through way worse shit, bro. Way fucking worse shit, bro. You gotta take that shit, bro. You gotta. And you supposed to be the leader of the outsiders, G. Let them like, come on, down. bro. Like, I don't. And, and listen, I know some people are like, oh, but if they're trying to tackle, I understand that they're trying to use Young Justice as a platform to try to draw certain lessons that you can apply to the real world. But my screen isn't. My skin isn't green, and I can't turn turn into animals at will. I'm not gonna relate to that nigga, bro. I'm just not. I just, I'm just not going to. I'm sorry. Even if he's going through something like loss of a loved one or some shit like that, cool. But you can still turn into a fucking animal. I can't, nigga. Like, I, I, I'm sorry, bro. Like, I don't care about this nigga's character. But like, you, he was such a strong character. Like, he was one of the best parts of season three to me, because he actually grew into a competent beast boy, which I have not seen Ever. when it comes to a lot of portrayals of beast boy when it comes to this DC animated shit. And then you just break that all apart in season four, bro. And it's low-key ass, and you're drawing it out. Like, it would be cool if you focus, like, you give me, like, a solid half episode of you focusing on that and then focusing on people trying to get him to not necessarily console the issue, but deal with the issue in a sense where it makes him into a stronger character. But you got this nigga popping pills and shit like that, bro. Like, I don't give a fuck, bro. Move on. Yeah, I'm good, bro. So... Y'all did y'all y'all literally destroyed y'all own series. And y'all wanted maturity. Y'all that's why y'all went to HBO Max. Y'all wanted maturity. Instead, I'm getting depression. I don't I'm care. Getting shit that, I'm getting shit that's like care. fucking super stereotypical, like a like a, a like a twelve year old's depiction of like what mature is. Like 
oh, he's popping pills because he's depressed now. It's like, come on, bro. Like, do something else. Exactly. Like, gee. It's pathetic. But that's all the news. We're going to get ready to wrap up. So you know what that means. We got some goofies out there. Pathetic out there. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and knock mine is easy, really easy. So, uh, for one, if you are a grown ass man and you are a fan of Tory fucking lanes, you need Jesus. For one, Tory lanes don't make enough good music for y'all to even stand a nigga. For one, I'm just gonna keep it real. He don't make good enough music for you to search his name on Twitter and then to find a tweet of me saying, damn, it's grown-ass men that really stand this nigga. I'm not even slandering y'all. I just said, I just, I didn't realize so many men love Tory Lanez. That's what I said. That's all I said. I said worse to DJ Academic fans and wrestling fans. And this nigga got into his feelings, searched through my Twitter and said, you talk about wrestling. Bro, you you, you listen to a nigga who's five foot two. Well, we DJ both fucked up. To you? <laughs> yes, we both fucked up in the head. It's just the difference is your profile picture. You look like a pro wrestler, shirt off, oiled up and shit, looking like wanna be Leo Rush and shit. But anyway, different story. Gee, y'all are grown ass men standing over a dude who who most of y'all are taller than. Drake sons this nigga for a living. So I I don't get why y'all stand a dude who shot a woman and hangs out with DJ Academics. We need more father figures in the world. Plain and simple. That's just what it confirms. Didn't this nigga DJ Academics try to justify what Tory Lanez did? Yes, and then he and then at the same time end up sharing false information and then argues with women about it. We need more father figures in this world. This is all this week confirmed to me. We're lacking father figures in the black community, and it's fucking up the podcast space, and it's fucking up who a lot of other fatherless niggas are looking up to. We have epidemic here, and it's sad. That's all I'm saying in regards to that. But Tory Lane fans are my clowns of the week. I don't know if I really have a clown. That's fine. Yeah. It's okay. I don't really know if I have a clown. <laughs> oh, every game developer in the history of gaming that decided circle is a fucking defensive mechanic. Oh yeah, gee, that, that's gonna throw me off. <laughs> AK barrel rolling out the fucking way. That shit is so fucking stupid. It should not exist. That's really all I gotta say. I hate this shit, bro. Pokemon even got it. Fucking Pokemon, bro. Yeah, this has been throwing me off. Y'all gonna make a nigga retire young, y'all like Chris. Yeah, man, I can't. I can't. I, I, well, I can't, mean, Chris ain't young no more. Oh yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> I can't wait to see this nigga in like two fucking days and them gray streaks start getting his fucking beard. I'm a laugh. He's going to start looking like a fucking a Motown lover. Like a fucking, like a fucking, <laughs> like a, like a, uh, he going to look like Keith Lee. He's going to have to start using a Rogaine. Bro, I, look, G, I, I don't want to ever get that bad. Keith Lee just sit there and use the sh- Keith Lee uses the hell out that shit. He, I'm like, bro, you your hair wasn't that crispy black Two weeks ago, G. <laughs> just yeah. embrace it, nigga. But got to just embrace it. Like, look, look, niggas thir- turn thirty and gray hairs pop up. My barber told me the other day. Yeah, I'm starting to see a little gray. I'm like, it is what it is, my nigga. <laughs> I said it is what it is. 
So growing old, man. Exactly. Look, I could lose my lining. I'm I'm perfectly fine going great early. I could lose my lining. My line is in perfectly intact. So I'd rather go, go great early than lose my lining. Gotta pray for the Jalen Rohn jeans on everybody. Man. Exactly, G, because it's some people they don't get to, they, oh boy. they Oh, you just get a, a pristine wig like Steve Howard. I mean, Steve Harvey. I swear oh, to God, boy. I thought Mr. Hightower hair was weird, bro. We all did. He had us fooled for a long time. <laughs> we did. Look, we need somebody to outright say, when did Steve Harvey legit start going bald and when he start pulling out the toupee? Because we need to know. <laughs> this, this hey, one, we need hey, to know. But whoever, hey, whoever, he, whoever he worked for on the wig department, he definitely needs to... Uh, Tyler Perry definitely needs to give him Man, a call. That's, that's that's a whole different story for a different day because that nigga's that pathetic. Nigga, like that nigga, that nigga got them nasty ass wigs on his shows. G. Black man wearing braids. Black <laughs> 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 braids. Look like like oh nigga, the fuck. Oh my god, bro! But he be having his woman fucked up with them wigs. G. That's even I be worse. Like, I be like, yo, did y'all sign like a contract where y'all get like extended like? More zeros on your paycheck if you choose to wear the wig or not. <laughs> and the bogus part is like his studio's in Atlanta, so it's like, nigga, come on, it's some, it's some. You could pay some random chick from freaking the hood and sit there and be like, oh yeah, make make just make them on point, G. But no, Tyler Perry say fuck that shit, fuck that shit. Especially he, he be having Disney do uh productions in his uh studio too. That nigga fumbled in the bag. <laughs> Well, he ain't fumbling the bag, but he oh, fucking up. He, the if wig, he let Disney use his studio, up. he definitely probably getting some uh, some zeros he on that he, check. Boy. He just don't care about that wig budget. He said, "Look, yeah, man, y'all can do what the hell boy, y'all please." That boy said, "Listen, realistic wigs cost too much money, and I need that." Exactly. So, like, hey, it is what it is. But um, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, I do want to say one thing right, before go ahead. No, we go ahead. end. I'm saying I ain't gonna get too political. I'm oh yeah, no I, clowns, I, was, I was no votes, no nothing. But I will say prayers out to the. Ukraine. The people, like the the innocent civilians in both Russia and Ukraine, prayers out to them. I'm not choosing no political affiliations, none of that shit, because I don't know too much about the issue. Off of what I saw, like I'm not taking Twitter as no official fucking news source. I'm not taking none of that shit. So like, but what from what I know, there are innocent people being negatively affected by this. Civilians getting affected by this shit. So prayers out to them, um, and hopefully this situation resolves. And, uh, as as peaceful as we as possibly can, and so, quick as possible. Yeah, so that's all I gotta say on that. Yep, prayers we're just gonna leave it at that. Prayers up, and just lives just be safe. But um, we'll wrap up from there. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Black Otaku's, the one and only the Black Otaku's. Um, we also on TikTok now. Uh, Datro, what's the the TikTok name? Is what Black Otaku's Pod, right? Yeah. Something like that. Put, Search it, it'll pop up. Put that, eventually, I'll put the TikTok name and fucking... Um, yeah, it, it, it will be on there. Like uh, yeah, it'll I'm be on still there. working, so it's still under construction. What I mean by that, still under construction, we got to make it to the point that it's appealing to the viewer. So, I'm working exactly, on that. So. It just, I had to work this weekend. And no, nah, you sense. good. Look, I understand. But yeah, so it's still a work in progress, but we you can follow us on TikTok real real soon. Uh, what else? We oh yeah. So if you watch us on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, and share. If you listen to us, Apple Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google, whatever. 
like, share, subscribe, whatever order. I appreciate it. Do that. But we appreciate you guys for listening as always. And peace.